It is working. Good. Okay. I was scared for a minute, but only for a second. You can't let it dictate your life. That's why we're here! Welcome back, everybody, to this um, out-of-focus camera fuck show that I'm going to do here. Fine. Fine, be blurry. I'll just go to the other one. Nobody even likes camera two anyway. (laughs) Why? Honestly, why is it like that? Get a hold of yourself. I I don't know. It's just this how it's gonna be now. Got this weird out. Good to go. Fantastic. Welcome back. Appreciate you. How are you? What's going on out there? It's the the war goes on. Oh boy, I got an idea. You know what happens when I get an idea? We'll, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. Monday, the twentieth of Who Cares? In the month of Who Cares? In the year of Who Cares? I don't. Do you? You shouldn't. Nobody else does. That's enough, Phil. We got a lot of ground to cover today. We got a lot to get to. We got a lot of issues to uh, <laughs> to go over. I could think of a couple, a couple for sure that I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, we're gonna. It's just, it is what it is. You know, you got to do what you got to do. And and here's where we're at. How's everybody doing? Rumble, Entropy, Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch, Pod, all the places. The sky is the limit. We'll we'll get into that. There's a lot. Um, I have to collect my my thoughts here um, with my. I, it's just the same notes every time. I just wrote a bunch of gibberish to pretend, but I, this is all. It's the same two pages over <laughs> again. Forever. How are you guys doing? How was your weekend? How's it going? I should mention right out of the way Wednesday. I may not, probably not, be able to stream tomorrow. Um, or sorry, Wednesday. I have a prior engagement in court again um, because a woman I've never met says I'm stalking her. So I have to waste my time and, and go there to, to deal uh, with that. I just lost my. Oh, there it is. Lost my. You know to deal with that. So I may not make it back in time Wednesday night. If if not, I'll just uh, maybe I'll do it late. Late night Wednesday, or maybe it'll be Friday or thir- Thursday. Sorry, uh, rather something like that. Regardless, I'm just. We'll see. How was your weekend? How's how's it going? A lot of crazy, you know, nonsense happened as usual. Um, nothing, you know, <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary. I got out of the ordinary for five years ago. Out uh, five years ago, this would have been the craziest forty-eight hour period. But since it's the current new, it's the it's the new normal. Complete and utter batshit nonsense is just the daily standard at this point. So. Um, you know, they've got an actual goblin in charge of the gen- of an official government position of gender ambassador in Australia. A very scary uh, monster creature is and that's uh, that's what we're spending our time doing uh, things like this. And 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 if your children are fat, if they're obese, uh, surgery is is what uh, Canadian top doctors are recommending. You could just do surgery, not exercise, diet, you know, healthy lifestyle. That's all boring, and it's too. We don't do that in Canada anymore because it's about health. So since we're so health conscious, if when we're not, we're just all about just surgical fixes to everything now. And of course, that's simply because you know the the medical industry is trying to help you. It's not making money off of you, and it would never do anything that's against your best interest in order to make money. That would never ever be the case in any dimension. You know, obviously, the Chinese have taken over the government. It seems, and the government says there's nothing to worry. The, the Chinese installed government says the Chinese meddling in the elections is nothing to worry about. And then they threaten uh, threaten the actual. 
um, whistleblowers that brought that to the attention of the country. Thank you for doing that. I do appreciate that, uh, Cesis, as ridiculous as you are. It is worth uh, mentioning that, you know, the foreign superpowers, foreign powers are meddling in our state affairs and, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know... The last and and uh, you know what I what I will get into here shortly is um, there the as we know the mayor of Toronto has resigned, uh, old John Tory hand putting strippers uh, you know putting money in in male transvestite strippers g strings you know five years ago, and you know canoodling around with his staff and just generally being a degenerate piece of trash has resigned um, after you know because that's 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 a scandal to the Canadian public like oh he was banging a st- Whatever, that's a scandal. All the rest of the stuff isn't a scandal. The, the skyrocketing crime isn't a scandal. The open borders isn't a scandal. The uh, segregate, imposing uh, draconian mandates on a, on a minority of the population, that's not a scandal. You know, othering this, the country's not a scandal. Dividing everybody up against each other's not, locking down, but none of that. It was because he banged somebody. Yeah, that's... <sighs> anyway, regardless... He's gone. Now, Toronto being the real capital city of Canada in, in terms of GDP, influence, money, population. I mean, that's, that's really where the power is in, in, in Canada. Is A lot of it is, is in Toronto. What would happen? <laughs> what would happen um, if someone became mayor of that city that was uh, not only aware of not only aware of the of the global agenda being trotted out all over the Western world in, in many respects that many politicians refuse to speak about or look at or mention or never mind do anything about. Not only aware of these issues, but you know, very aggressively, vocally against them, fighting them uh, for, for years. What would that look like? That's an interesting question with very little downside um, because there is going to be an election for the mayor of Toronto. That is just going to happen. Um what was that? Are the are they here again? I don't know. Something loud. It could be a ghost. It could be Kevin. Maybe there's snipers taking shots at my family upstairs through the. I don't. I don't know. I'll assume. I'll assume something's up if they're screaming. <laughs> what was I talking about? Right. So the elections. The election's going to happen whether you want it to or not. So it really. Um, there's. There's. This is. A, this is something that's going to happen. So you have two choices. Especially if you live in, in the in the greater Toronto area and you you a- are able to be someone to vote in this election, um, you could not, as ninety two percent of the eligible voters in Toronto do. Um, I have the numbers and I went I looked at them and it's interesting. Um, or you, so you have uh, we can get another the same. You know, globo homo, drag queens for kids, 15-minute cities, lockdown, carbon pricing, diversity, tolerance, and all these Nazis. You know, the usual gobbledygook, neo-communist, globalist bullshit that you're going to get from every other, you know, the same, you know, the, the usual. Or, you could have, I mean, that's what, or, fuck it. What if Chris Skye was mayor of Toronto? Just imagine it for a second. And is it even possible? Yes, it is. Not only is it possible, um, I, I I think it could. It, it's within reach if a, if a certain number of if, if the right certain things take place, and uh, the right people get involved in the right thing. I think it could happen. And um, and the blow to to that is like I mean this is the biggest city. In, it's one of the biggest cities, most uh, uh, richest cities in North America. Um. 
coming under the... Uh, imagine the mayor's office being occupied by somebody who's, you know, not one of them. That would be that would be very interesting. Um, and I'm going to go over this more in a little more detail here in a, in a few minutes. But, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are confused as to what I'm, you know, a, a, about this. And I, I understand that because I've been a, a vocal critic of the man in the past. Um but that's that's really all it is, and and there's a key word in there in in the past. Do I agree with everything uh, that uh, that that Chris has done and said? Of course not. Um, has he made mistakes and done things that I think are, are ridiculous and silly? Of course, but so have I. Um, is he he's is he loud and obnoxious and and he yeah yes he'll admit that. But so am I. So this is this is me setting my ego away. Because this isn't about me, or like I'm not in competition for clicks and li- like I'm not actually one of these fucking losers out there that is just turning around and pointing fingers at everybody else, saying, "Oh, they're all feds and they're all it's Illuminati Freemasons over here. They're all feds." You you guys are doing nothing. You're just whiny, complainy. You know that all the same shit they do to him, they do to me. So if he's a fed, I guess I'm a fed between the two of us. He and I, we have like a hundred charges. Um, he has got, he's been subjected to a lot of the same, the stuff as I have a lot of the same kinds of just ridiculous goblin creature. People with their conspiracy nonsense are attacking him as attack me. Um, you know, it, and it's, I, I'm not in this, you know, for, for that reason. What I want to see is I want to see some, some risk, restoration of sanity i want to see people in positions of authority like the mayor of toronto um being able to say hey remember the whole covid thing that was crazy and insane and probably illegal um that should never have happened that that wound that's been caused to the national psyche needs to be addressed and things need to be need to be done this has to stop and this this can't continue uh, that's what i want and this and and in the absence of anyone else you know, there's gonna be lots of people that are like i want him to him. are you running for mayor these people that say this, number one, I have two questions for you. People that are like this, I would, I'm not supporting it. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to go with your friends and keep doing meaning, like, like, objectiveless, and I, you know, in all seriousness, it, th- there's no victory conditions. Objectiveless convoys to fields to hang out. Um, you you go do that. But until any of you guys want to be like, number one, do you have the means? Are you capable of actually running for mayor and potentially, like, do you have a chance? And number two, are you doing it? If the answer to both of those questions isn't yes, I'm not interested in your criticism because we got what we got, guys. We have who we have. And in my, from where I'm sitting, in my estimation, he's like the perfect guy for this. He's not going to get pushed around and bullied and, and, and intimidated into not saying, oh, I can't say that. People will get butthurt. Oh, I know. No, the, the, the LGBTQ community will be offended if I fight. That's not going to work on, on somebody like that. He's the, and I've said just recently, you need people like a Patton type character. Okay. Um, and you could be somebody like, uh, you know, Eisenhower in this situation where and I don't, I'm just guessing. I don't even know if they even knew each other many, many time together, but you know. He was unpopular with certain people, uh, Patton was, and it's like, just because you don't like him, just because you don't, uh, you don't, that doesn't mean he can't help you achieve an objective. Like, if he can, if he can win, why, why, why not? Do you think it's better to continue? Like, how much worse can it get, Toronto? This is an honest question. I know a lot of you guys are in Toronto. I see the statistics. How much worse does it have to get until you go, fuck it, I will just do whatever at this point? Like, might as well. You might as well. I mean, look around. 
Look at the subway. Just riding on the train system is like Thunderdome. Like, bring a gun because you're uh, you're taking your life into your own hands. Just go, just using public transportation. The violent crime is out of control. The city's a mess. They're bankrupt. They're, I mean, for God's sakes. And nothing coming down the pipe is 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 going to make anything better. It's going to just keep getting worse. So I really don't see any reason not to. And I don't see anybody else coming up with any other. So here, and and the other aspect to this is. Everybody loved, uh, you know, the convoy and because it was incredibly disruptive. It was an act of, of a populist uh, rebellion in a lot of a way that it was so successful because everybody got behind this idea from quote from, I mean, on, on our team, I guess, uh, on the team of I'm pretty sure the government's up to shenanigans. I'm pretty sure they're lying and they're out of control and they're, you know. Uh, and especially with all the, the COVID narrative nonsense and everything they've pulled and gotten away with over the years, everybody on that page was pro con- was pro Ottawa convoy. Every single everywhere, and and look at the result of that effort of that many. All of the influencers, all of the on the ground people, all of the organizers, all everybody. Just the power behind that brought the government to its knees to the point that it had to invoke martial law. So I'm curious as to what would happen collectively if we can be grown men. Now, I'm just going to start as a fucking grown-up grown man. I'm more interested in winning the war than my own personal ego, than any issues or, or any um, you know, interactions I've had, I've had with Chris or back forth. And I've spoken to him a couple of times offline you know, since you know, over the years. He was you know, very supportive and helpful when, when Morgan was arrested. Um, you know? I, again, I, I don't see anybody else uh, try, g- going for it, and and he wants to be mayor. Who wants to? Who wants to do? I mean, this isn't. And he said himself, "This isn't what I want to do, but I could, and maybe I should give it a shot because nobody else is going to. Like, I don't want to be. I'm not going to do that. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to be mayor of Toronto. I'm not going to run for mayor of a city. That would suck. That would be a shitty thing to deal with and go through, and a job to do, and everybody hates you, and everybody's going to come. I mean, you know, <laughs> right? So why would I get in the way of, of him trying to do that? That that doesn't make any sense. His enemies are my enemies. Our enemies are, are the same. The things that he's fighting against and speaking against are the same, are, are essentially almost pretty much across the board the same things that I'm that I'm against. So what's what's the problem here? Um, the only re- real the only real reasons I can see why people would be like absolutely not is um, jealousy. Or, you know, just a petty, childish, like, I don't I don't like him. That's fine. You don't have to like him. Um, but do you want, would you rather him be mayor of Toronto? Or would you rather, you know, another one of these psychos, uh, you know, be the mayor? Because this is what you're going to get. You're going to get uh, this kind of stuff. This is the mayor of Calgary. Jody, why are you supporting child predators? Child predators, drag shows. And I, and I don't know why. <laughs> Fairy shared this before. And it's like, I don't know why there's a potato video. This was filmed with a Nokia like calculator. I have no idea why the sound and the video quality is terrible. Don't ask me why. I didn't film it. But the mayor of Calgary is here. And uh, a man, and a man in his probably looks like he's about 60, uh, wants to know why she's promoting the drag queen story time for ki- sexualization of children. This is a valid concern. Um, and everyone should be concerned about this. There should be no reason to introduce sexualization sexual topics, sexualize it, you know, sexuality at all to, to young children, to five-year-olds to see, I mean, it's just, it's nonsense. So this guy approaches her and is like, what are you doing? Do you know what happens? They give him a ticket 
from asking a question. He gets a he gets a five hundred dollar ticket, and she basically dispatches the police to do away with this with this kind of person. This is who. This is what you you want. This drag shows, child pet predators. Why? Yeah, family friendly drag shows. This is a bad thing. I, I don't know why he's a cyborg, but he is. Ah, uh, there we go. The the harassment of political viewpoints. Harassment of political <laughs> viewpoints. Comiland, Comiland with Jody. Yeah, sure. I just want to get catch Good job, there. officer. Keep in there. Yeah, she's coming back this way. This is Comiland. Comiland, yeah. Because of what you're doing. You're doing to children. You're enabling predators to abuse children. And who are these predators? Family-friendly drag shows. Are you kidding me? Sponsored okay, by the city of Calgary. Family-friendly drag shows. Sir, can I talk to her? Yeah. Do you have any ID on you? Oh, yeah. you mind if I see that? Oh, yeah, sure. You see, what a terrorist. this is where we're going. The slightest opposition to her political stance. this is the kind see this is why the emergency act was justified guys this is the kind of violence that happens on the street i mean this is what politicians have to deal with an old man with a phone asking a question i mean what what is this like what is this like the congolese civil war we can't be sitting around having having a, a, a senior you know probably a pensioner asking a question of a, of a i mean that's crazy it's crazy. In the future, especially in the Cal... Who's the mayor of Cal... Well, there, she's on screen. I want this man shot to death in the street next time. Someone asks a question about anything, especially drag queen related, just kill them immediately. That's what, that's what the government should be doing. They're lucky they're only getting off with a warning. Only a $500 ticket for asking a question. This guy's lucky. He's lucky. I mean, this is Circulon. You don't get away with this kind of stuff. So he's, you know, he's under investigation for sure. I think he should be put in jail for... I think he should do at least six months in prison. I think the RCMP is going to be looking into this. And we are being uh, charged with a $500 ticket for harassment. <laughs> you see, nothing harassment! Said, it's truly communism. It's really the the breakdown. Of who's who's gonna who's gonna st like who's gonna do it? We can sit around and we can complain like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, it sucks. It sucks that everybody in charge is a, is a fucking crazy. He wants to do it. I'm not going to do it. Are you going to do it? Who wants to do it? He's volunteering. And I kind of I kind of look at it like this. It's like uh, like yeah, the grenade meme. You guys like that one? That's essentially. Uh, Right, this is this is it. You got Toronto down here. Chris Sky is the grenade. Just throw it in. Just throw it in. The disruption of the convoy it it it, it created such a holy shit, an empowering thing um, to the public, and everybody wants to do something out. They want to do. So that's why there's all these more convoys and rally. There's a lot of energy and angst and anxiety and and people just they want to they want they need to see movement. They need to see progress. They need to see the, the, people need wins. They need something, and and that's what this is. It's it's people. There's a lot of energy, and there is a shitload of power out there, um, in the massive amount of people that are you know on this team. 
but there's no organization, there's no leadership, there's no, it, it's, it's like an untapped, it's like the ocean, you know? It's like if you could figure out a way to harness this, or like the weather, I, mean, I suspect the government already has done that, uh, you, could, you could become incredibly powerful. As we've seen, uh, as we've seen in Ottawa, and and that's what it is. It's disruption. There is an agenda. There is a lockstep plan that they're rolling out onto everybody. And any opportunity that there is that I see that I'm like, this could work. This could cause problems for them. Uh, I have a wrench in my hand, and I can throw it into the gears of this machine. Maybe it breaks down. Maybe it slows down. Maybe it takes a left turn and drives in circles for three hours. I don't care. But anything that hurts it is a is works for me. In what universe is this good for, like, the Liberal Party of Canada? In what universe is this good for the Ontario Premier or the Conservative or any of any of these proven liars, proven traitors, proven anti-populate? They are pro-status quo, pro-corporation, pro-billionaire, um, pro-agenda. Not you. They are not on your side. Everybody knows that. So what, have you, what do you have? What is there to lose, honestly? Worst case scenario, everybody puts their effort into this. Chris actually gets elected, and he goes, you know what? Now it was a long con. I've just been putting myself through all of this bullshit for years so I could finally achieve my ultimate goal of being mayor of Toronto and then sell everybody down the river and, you know, whatever. Uh, how is that any different from where we are right now? What what difference does that make? That's the same position you were in two weeks ago. There is no re Same with the trucker convoy. What do you? What is there to lose here? What is the downside? What's the potential back? It, what's it going to cost anyone? We, you know, this stands to move the needle. And imagine the international attention, the the national attention that's going to be drawn into this. Just having him around, on like with his big mouth that he's got, like the amount of attention that's going to be drawn to these issues. Again, he will refuse to let it go. That's that. That's what we need. We need more of that, not less. So I don't, I don't understand anybody tearing this idea down. They think it's a joke, or they think it's whatever. They thought that about Trump too. And uh, the fact is, Chris is not an unpopular guy. Uh, just his Twitter account, almost one hundred sixty thousand followers on Twitter, um, and it also bears. It's also worth remembering. Uh, Ferry was talking about this yesterday as well. That like when this first started. He was start like he was like Morgan was doing when it was like fuck it I'm just gonna go protest with whoever and like started with like ten people in a park and through his own you know force of will and insistence on you know pursuing this path that he's on just barreled through it like a bull in a china shop and now we're now we're here so to think that he has no chance is like you're I don't think you're paying attention. And uh he has connections, he's got some money and uh you know who is he up against? I don't Let me just let me break this down for you real quick before I'm going to read some of these chats here. This is the last uh these are the last this is the last uh election uh, results here from the city of Toronto. Uh Toronto the GTA, I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are. I'm just I could be Way off, I don't think so, but I would imagine people in the GTA, which is who the mayor's office you know, governs, would have voting rights. Um, as you can see, when you tally all this up, roughly, it's about 550,000 people. That's less than 9% of Toronto. So less than 9% of Toronto even fucking cares to vote. And the winner last time was John Tory with 342,000 votes. So then you ask yourself, 
is it possible? And oh, and by the way, the the second place runner up was with just a, not only ninety eight thousand votes, ninety eight five. So theoretically, uh, with John Tory now no longer in the race, and these top two, I mean, according to these numbers, two hundred thousand votes could take it. Maybe one hundred fifty thousand votes could take down the mayor's office. Is it possible that Chris Skye could get 150,000 votes in Toronto? Yes, it is. That's This isn't a lot. And especially considering 90, 91% of the city doesn't even vote. They don't care. And you know what? All of the people that are going to be like, oh, he's not going to win. That guy, he fucking, they're not going to come out to vote to make sure he doesn't win. They're just going to talk shit from Twitter. I'm telling you, the dark horse sleeper possibility of this is very real and 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 just imagine the memes you know (laughs) i would laugh every time imagine coming into pearson or driving on on the highway into toronto where it's got the big uh you know welcome to toronto there on the side of the on the highway on the road there on the way in and in pearson and underneath this chris guy with his fucking aviators (laughs) oh my god oh and and but most importantly It's a, it's a protest vote. What, again, what do you have to lose? This is the same as just flipping the bird and saying, I'm like, fuck, no. If you want to make a joke out of this, if you want to make a joke out of our lot, like pretend, like act like we don't exist. Uh, you want to just step all over us and do whatever the hell you want, treat us like trash. Go fuck. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this guy gets elected just to fuck you over. How's that? How's that for fun? You guys want to have some fun? Why not? Why not? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> I'm dead serious. And I don't think, uh, and I think he could win. Can you imagine him in these debates with these clowns? He's not going to get pushed around. And he's not afraid to go into these, like, like uh, I don't know what's going to happen here. I think it could, uh, I think I think it's definitely possible. Making gains says, alert, Raging is now wearing a shark skin jacket. He's either, uh, is it? What is, it's just a, this is the same one I wore when I was in jail on, uh, on my on my fucking testimony that they didn't ever want to talked about all week and then when it came time just had nothing to say about it ever again because it's too fucking embarrassing for them making gains he's wearing a shirt skin jacket he's either CIA or becoming urban <laughs> I will never nope that's another reason I would never run for mayor I'd have to live near or in a city and I don't I even, I've already got enough reasons to pull my hair out in the run of a day CRJ says excuse me can I finish can the universe handle Rage and Sky yelling the same message in sync? This is like Vegeta Vegeta, and Goku teaming up. <laughs> well, you know what? He's loud, pushy, and mean, and you know what I mean? But so am I. Like, I have a lot more in common with that guy than I don't. And uh, I'll tell you another thing. Um, a lot of it's because he doesn't complain about it, and I don't really either. I mean, I mean a little bit, but... Most people have no idea what 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 it's like on on this side of the screen or on this side of the microphone. The amount of fucking absolute You need an incredible amount of patience. An incredible amount of patience. You deal with a lot of stupid shit and a lot of retards and stalkers and crazy people and schizos and I mean on a daily basis. And uh, and and his platform is is significantly bigger than mine, and so he's dealing with, you know, even more and even worse. And and multiple governments are fucking with him too. Not even just Canada. I've just got Canada, maybe a tiny tiny office in the United States, maybe. Um, so I, I do have a I have a respect for that. That uh, and I just he's putting up with all all of that shit as well. 
you know. Um, and and not, uh, you know, he could spend all day crying about it, but he doesn't. He's just, uh, he's doing his thing. And, and what was the last thing that we, we, I was watching him do was the uh, the parents and the, 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 was it in Edmonton, that school, the, the porno books we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. Um, did, you know, these people that are like, I don't want him. Like, did you go find this out? And did you call the school? And did you make the videos? And did you rally the parents? And did you go down there? And did you, right? Probably not. All I'm saying is, you have a you have a wrench to throw. Throw it. Why not? Or just drop it on the ground and don't throw it. And you know what will happen when you do that. Nothing. Throw the wrench. Aim it right at the gears. Throw the wrench. One hole still says shout out to our fellow Dag Book of Job, wishing him a speedy recovery from his accident surgery over the weekend. Thanks for reminding me that. Uh, I was talking to him. Poor guy. Uh, slipped and fell on some ice. Be careful out there and like broke his neck and he's in getting surgery uh yesterday i think i, I think i was talking to him yesterday and he said uh i told him to uh you know let me know how it went i didn't hear from him i assume he's recovering and alive fingers crossed but um man that just goes to sh- dude you could be dead tomorrow for something as ridiculous as that i slipped on some ice which is um gonna be something i'm gonna you know get into here a little bit later and talk about is, is the fear so this is another thing i like about i, I respect about chris at least you know, uh, he's not a he's not a pussy. It takes guts to do the things that he's that he's done and is doing, and put up and and endure and put up with. You got to put up with a lot of shit and and just put yourself out there. And uh, he does. A lot of people want to do a lot of this, but then don't actually try to do anything. So it's like the man in the arena quote, right? Well, you got who we got. Who else do we have? Who else is even? Why not? I'm not even. It's not like I'm. I don't even live there. <laughs> you know. I mean, I can't vote. But I would rather. I would rather see that than not. Doctor Jenstein says, "Imagine where we would be without the Freedom Convoy standing up against these assholes." Right. And I really think that this is enough. Like, so everybody wants to do something else. They're doing these. Con- like, it's not. There's no goal. There's no objective here. There's no like. I don't see how this is gonna move the ball down the field. Even if he loses, I mean, it's going to be an uphill uh, uh, fight for him and his team, obviously. Even if they lose, what if he comes in second? Just force, just make, forcing these these conver- these topics into the into the public consciousness and forcing people to have to listen to it and deal with it. That that's a win in itself. I really don't. I cannot understand why people would not um, be 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 behind this, unless, of course. Petty jealousy and childishness, and like well, I don't like him. I don't. You don't need to like him. <laughs> who do you like? Who do you dislike more? Do you dislike the idea of, of you know Canadian cities being turned into globalist hellholes? I certainly don't like that idea. And anybody that wants to give a shot throwing their hat in the ring at uh, you know getting in, getting in the way of that, um, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. Worst case scenario, like I said, same place as, as yesterday. And, I mean, to those of you that live in Toronto, can he really make it worse? I mean, <laughs> I've been there recently, guys, okay? It smells like piss in the streets. I saw a man shitting in the street, just right in the middle of the street. I mean, that should be that should be one of the campaign ads. Just him standing, like, in the, like on, uh, like, <laughs> standing at the intersection of Jane and Finch like this. Seriously, guys, come on. It's me or nobody, you know? <laughs> that's how that's honestly how I feel about it. And you're like, why why wouldn't you? You're just being petty. 
You're just being petty at this point. And you know what? And again, the guys put up with a lot of shit, and and it's like, uh, you know, I, I I respect him for that. And um, you know, you're allowed to make mistakes and do and do stupid things and say stupid things. That doesn't define who you are as a person. You're 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 more than that one time you lost your temper and acted like a fucking dickhead. All right. Because if that's if that's not true for him, it's not true for any of us, is it? Do you want to hold? Does some, do you want? Do you want to have someone hold you to that same kind of a standard where you're never allowed to make a mistake or you're written off forever, or you're not allowed to do something that people don't like? That's their. That's what they do. That's cancel culture nonsense. Um, in the grand, you know, add up all the things he's done to try and help people and all the things he's done to piss people off, and it's really, you know, like I said, I think he's. Uh, I think he's a lot more than and, and all of us. I think all. I think everyone is is more than their worst. Uh, their worst moments. It's just. Um, how many of them do they have? And uh, let's compare. Let's compare the microscope that he's been put under to the no observation. They don't even have a. Never mind. You know, a microscope. There's no not no light being shined in the other direction. Shown, shined, shined. None being pointed in the other direction. <laughs> do you could you imagine if the if uh, somebody if, if if milkshake man if if milkman or or uh, the prime minister or any do you, if, if they were put under the same kind of scrutiny. And attention from law enforcement and like just const you know, what would be dug up and what would be found? It would be insane. You can only imagine. There's a reason it's like this. So you know, like we get all of the all of the weapons pointed our way and they they are absol- they get to hide from everything. They can have scandal after scandal, they're stealing money, supporting war criminals, selling weapons to murderers, fine. Who cares? They, but it's like, but did you hear what that guy said once? He said a mean thing on the internet and I heard it and I was upset. Who did they say it about? Ah, oh, they said it about some war criminals and murderers. And <laughs> come on, come on, grow up, give your heads a shake. Like, what are you even really mad about? You just don't like them, which is fine. I, you don't have to like them. Do you believe that him being the mayor is a is a is a move in the right direction or the wrong direction? Do you think that's a win or a loss? You know, where is the? Uh, I, I was just on his Twitter page a second ago. Yeah, here it is. He was just on, uh, like, and here's something else to consider. He was just on Alex Jones, I think, today or yesterday, it looks like. 103,000 impressions in a day. So, you know, and uh, that's just some of what he was talking about here. With the carbon dictatorship worldwide and the 15-minute cities. Yes, because the 15-minute the city, we already discussed how they're going to physically keep you within your city and how they're setting up the city to, to keep you within your own area. But now we're going to talk about financially and psychologically how they're going to do that. And it's called a personal carbon allowance. There's huge propaganda right now to get you to track your so-called carbon footprint. You can even get a MasterCard that will track every single purchase you make. If you buy a plane ticket right now, it'll show you how much carbon you're actually using. And according to the idea of 15-minute city, the whole idea is to reduce your so-called carbon footprint, which is a euphemism for reducing your actual footprint. So they're now putting carbon limits on every single thing you use, every single thing you buy. If you go to the store and you look at kale, it's going to have a very low carbon rating, so you can eat as much as you want. Same thing with the crickets that they want you to eat. Meanwhile, if you go to try to eat the steak, it's going to have a very high so-called carbon rating, which is a new tax. And eventually, right. they're going to start charging you about a hundred. It's a tax on the poor. I mean, do you, it, are any of the you know, and other people are like, oh, I would rather you know, I like Bernier or I like uh, that's fine. I'm good for you, but he's not running for mayor, is he? 
$170 for every so-called ton that you go over your limit. Now, in North America, they tell us that we use over 20 tons of carbon a year. And according to the Paris Climate Accords that we all signed on to, if we don't reduce that to two tons from 20, we're all going to die. So they want you to reduce 90% of your so-called carbon footprint in order to save the so-called planet. And that's where they're going to bring in... Do you see? We're coming up next, Chris Guy says, so-called planet. He's a planet denier and lives in a world where he thinks the planet's not even real. Unbelievable. What a maniac. I can't believe people would vote for this guy. I can't wait. This is going to be wild. It's going to be wild to watch them come after him. It's going to be fucking nuts. 15-minute city with the personal carbon allowance, and the final nail in the coffin is the digital ID. Because once they have you on a digital ID, they can forcibly vaccinate you with a poison injection. They can mandate anything they want in order for you to even be able to have access to spend your money. And now they get to track, trace, control, and tax every single transaction. And by the way, you're not just saying this. You're not putting a bad face on it. This is all officially announced by the UN. They've got a UN world biomedical tyranny. I had the guy on last week who literally writes the UN treaties. And you get the idea. So it's like, what, what have you got to lose? Again, where are those? Uh, where are those numbers? I just missed it. Here it is, 2022. So I don't know when this election. But I mean, that's it. That's all it would take. Six six million people. I don't know how many are, are registered to vote. I don't know what the requirements are. You got to fill out forms, or whatever. But second place last time is ninety eight thousand. First place was three hundred forty two thousand. Third place was thirty four thousand. Like second and third weren't even close. And these aren't big. Fourth place was only 8,000 votes, 8,800 votes. Last place, 755. So, like, just random. Just throw your name in the ring for no reason. You'll get at least 700 votes. <laughs> Look how many people there was to vote for. Who is this? D apostrophe O-N-N-E, all in capital letters, Renee. 1,483 votes. We could do better than this. We could do better than a pair. This is like a, like a pop. This looks like a black pop group's name from like the late 80s, like Tony, Tony, Tone or something. Like, what is this? <laughs> how is this? On? Was this how it was really? That was how it was submitted? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's doable. And I think it would be uh, at the troll of, of that and, and just the, the fuck you to the system of that. And it, it's not like we're not talking about. He's not he's not running for mayor of New Glasgow or Moose Jaw or even or like like it's Toronto. This has consequences. This has far-reaching consequences and possibilities. Um let me scroll back here. Sc uh, Scarecrow says, we're all frustrated at the seemingly undefeatable establishment when someone might have the possibility of beating the enemy. I'm getting behind them however I can. This whole long con controlled op hypothesis is beyond ridiculous at this point, right? And you know what? Um, it, it is, it, the amount of people that actually are that is like, my, I, I don't know how many there are if there's even any. Like, it's a, it's a difficult thing to do. This whole... People, it, it, they just go with whichever way is, is easier, a lot of them. Most people. Cowards, essentially. 
whatever way, you know, they don't like to swim against the current because it's hard work, it sucks, it's punishing, um, you know, all the things what, what Chris has been doing. Uh, they don't want to do that, so they just go with whichever, you know. There's no need to get in there and, and control. Like, every, like, is every single person that pushed the vaccine narrative controlled opposition, or are they just going with what they believe to be the consensus, the herd? They're just, this is what everybody's doing, so I'm doing it too, because that's where they feel safe. Because they're cowards, and they don't even think for themselves. They can't even have their own ideas, their own thoughts, you know. The, like, I, how is it opportunism? What? Why is there not fa- like everyone wants to run for mayor of Toronto because it's so much fun and like, like what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? And if you want to volunteer to take on that massive responsibility, be my guest. I'd love to hear from. I'd love to hear. I'd love to see if you're viable plan. I'd love to see it. It's just and and, and who are who are the people that say this? Couch commando sitting around complaining from an anonymous fucking internet account. Oh yeah, well, let me let me hear what you have to say, man who's risked nothing. Have you ever read the Theodore uh, the uh, the Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt. The, the the man in the arena. You should Google that and give that a good read. I'd be really interested to see what you think about that. I'm sure you know. Being a well-read, you know, intellectual with with a high brain power, you would know. You would know all about it. Todd uh, says there's no downside to this. Canada's largest city in the hands of the rebellion. Essentially, yes. What is this? If Chris Guy wants to freak out the city councilors, he only needs to insist on seeing the CAFR, the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, which is the real budget. See, I don't, I don't live there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but um, I've, I've, this disruption, this disruption to the status quo that they enjoy would be just too. It's too delicious to ignore. I, I just really, I, I think it could happen. I think it, especially if people really got in, got involved and and really pushed this and really came together on this, it could make it could be made to happen. And um, yeah, that's like that's like blowing up. That's like sinking an enemy battleship. And um, because of like, I, I compare it to. I'll use another military analogy, like intermilitary, inter uh, you know, interunit rivalries, right? Uh, in the United States, you've got like like so the special forces community, especially. There's all kinds of different, uh, you know, you've got the Green Berets, you've got the Navy SEALs, you've got Delta, you've got their Army Rangers, you know, the 75th Ranger Regiment, and so on. There's a lot of uh, back and forth, you know, these guys think they're better than these guys, and these, and they don't get along. They get, sometimes they get in real fights, fist fights, and, you know, and so on. But at the end of the day, do you want to win the war, or do you want to see your dick get bigger? What is this about for you? Is this, is this about being right? So your ego can be satisfied. Is this about you getting more attention? Well, what is this? What is this? What, what, what are you after? Because what I want to see is, I want to see these scumbags lose control of a city like Toronto. That would be amazing. That would be incredible. That's what I'm interested in. I'm not, I'm not interested in any of this... Um, you know, you guys can keep doing your internet drama nonsense and, you know, keep making maps and drawing lines to people and zooming in on a 
someone handshaking with somebody. You know, all this nonsense that means it's just an endless cycle of crazy that goes nowhere. I mean, you really, you know you've made it when you start out as a conspiracy theorist and then there's conspiracy theories about you. That's when you're like, okay, I guess I've, I've finished now. I'm, I've reached the end of the road. Because that's how it is. I'm, every, I'm a Russian agent. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Freemason. I'm an Illuminati member. I'm a Satanist. I'm a fucking... Uh, I'm, uh, did I, I think Jesuit. I've done that one. I'm, uh, I'm, every, I'm all of the things. It's ridiculous. You, know? you can make anything look like anything to these people on the internet, and they'll fucking believe anything. It's crazy. And they do the same thing to him, and they do the same thing. To, and it's like once you've had it happen to you and you live through it, it, it becomes very. It becomes much more clear of, of what's actually going on. You know, you can see you can see how ridiculous it is uh, for what it really is. You know, it's like you almost need actual evidence of things instead of just like that. Could, that could be anything. Like, no, it's proof, bro. Are you a schizophrenic? Well, I do have several diagnoses. Hmm, that's sure. That's coincidence. Um. So you know, like like the Army Rangers and the and and the and the Green Berets and the Seals and so on. Um, it's in our interests to work together to to sink the enemy battleship. Is it is it not? Dr. Jenstein says climatejets.org is a, is brilliant at showing the hypocrisy tracks American elite with their private jets while they preach to us. Oh, that's a great website. I've never heard of that one. Climatejets.org. That's a great idea. Here's another uh, comment on Rumble. It says Rob Ford was a good mayor. He was a crackhead, yes, but he was a drug addict for years. He was his he was a drug dealer with his brother. That's true. I, and the other thing too is people think it's like uh, it it it, cre- it it requires this massive ability. Like oh, you can't just be mayor. It, oh no, that requires. We had a guy that was literally a crackhead, and he was doing pretty good. The prime minister is a drama teacher. We have cabinet ministers that are, you know, journalists, graphic designers. I mean, the bar for qualified in this country is the is the street level. It's nothing. There is no bar. We have no standards at all. He's at least worked in the city. He's from there. He understands the private business, you know. I would say, and, and now he's he's a, he's a decent orator. He's been basically traveling around and campaigning for himself for the last two years. I'd say he's probably more qualified than everybody else in that race right now. But again, if you've got a better idea, please please be my guest to go forward and, and produce that and get that going and get some wheels in motion because people uh, are anxious for somebody to try and do anything. Somebody else is like, you're talking like the vote's fair and above board. It's not. Then make them do it. Make them cheat. Force them to do it then. This fucking defeatist ad- this is This is the most Canadian thing in the world. And this is what I'm trying to beat beat out of people. Like when you see an opportunity where it's like, you know, we could, we let, there's an opportunity here. Uh, I'm not even going to try. It's I'm just going to stay here and complain and do I'm not even going to give it a shot. You're, you've... You've been defeated before you've even tried anything. Do you hear yourself? Like you're already you've already lost and you didn't even put on socks. You're not you're not leadership material number 1. No one should listen to you. And and number 2, how do you not see this for the obvious opportunity that it is? And you're going to mo- you're going to force them to do work. And if they do and like, "Oh, well they'll just cheat and do all that." Well, then they do and then we can catch them doing that also. And that also, that, that's going to alert more people. The more you pressure them, here's another example. 
Don't even bother with the trucker convoy, bro. Nothing's gonna happen. It's not gonna do anything anyway. They're just gonna... They're just gonna... What are they gonna do? Oh, they're gonna enact martial law and crush everybody with horses and, and violent violent oppression. We're gonna beat them with guns and do all this. And then we're gonna freeze... Ba- Heavy-handed, unprecedented levels of, of, of government uh, abuse on citizens is what they'll do. Oh, really? Imagine if that never happened. Do you know how many people now are, are online and switched on to what's happening in this country now because of that? Because that pressure was applied to the government that forced them to react in this ridiculous manner has awakened so many more people than doing nothing ever would have. So I say again, what is the why not? Force them then. So so what are they so force them? Force them to change the laws. So they go, no, you can't run for office unless we select you. Make them make it as crazy as possible because everything you do, that's a one battle. All right, You're not going to win the war in one day. That trucker convoy, that whole thing, we won that battle. You may think we didn't if you're you know, really pessimistic with the, you know, the, the emergency act acquired, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Yeah, I know that. But force a tyrant to act like one, and, and they did. Now we've seen it. Millions of people saw it for real. They saw the police attack their own citizens. They saw them lie about it. They saw them clap and enjoy and smile about it. They saw the conservatives say nothing about it. They saw every all these people they thought were on their side stand by, stand back and say absolutely nothing. And because of the effort that was put on, not by any politicians, not by any celebrities, or any of these fucking, by regular people, just regular ass people from all over the country, who was Chris Barber before any of that happened? Who, to, like... Just was like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to be a coward, and I'm going to make an attempt here, and fuck it. Let's, I got nothing to lose. I might as well. They put that pressure on. The people of this country came together to join them and put that pressure on, and look what was achieved as a result. How many people now not only under, not only believe and understand, but really get how crazy these people are and how, go- how far gone this government really is? Whoa. I don't know why that's playing. For, like, that's a win. That's a one battle. You force them to act insane. Everybody sees it. No, Nobody left. Nobody saw that happen and then left the side of, like, the anti-government, like, the freedom movement. Nobody left and went, oh, geez, I'm pro-government now. That didn't happen anywhere. The police recruiting did not go up. Okay? Government approval did not go up. When's the last time you've seen an approval rating poll or anything done? The guy's traveling around the country with an entourage of a hundred vehicles. That's a real... A hundred vehicles. Do you know why? It's because he's so popular and things are going so well. Do you think that the, the sacrifices... And that's that's what making sacrifices it means, guys. Uh, you have all these people who want to sit on the couch and just get something for nothing. I just want to win. I don't have to do anything. People have to go out and bleed and die, metaphorically, you know, to win the war. It, it's People have to die. We're not taking this hill with no casualties. That's just not how this works. So if no one's willing to go out there and get beaten up by cops and trampled and pepper sprayed and treated like shit and illegally have their have their bank accounts frozen and thrown in jail and all that, if no one's willing to do that, it's all over. That's what has to be done. People need to keep throwing themselves against the blades of the of the, you know, the enemy or else this is over. And if this man wants to do this and wants to subject himself to this punishment and and like, this isn't a fun time. I don't want, I would not want to do it. He does. I say, good for you. 
He wants to volunteer to carry the Bangalore torpedoes over the hill so we can get over the fucking uh, get over the seawall and move 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 deeper into behind enemy lines. I support that fucking idea because I don't want to do that. Worse than that, and this is like other guys down there being like, I would, I'm not helping him. Like, well, do you want to? No, I'm going to sit here and complain and hope everything just gets better somehow for some reason. I don't want to do anything. I just want to shit on everybody's idea ever. And I, I shit on a lot of them because I don't think they're very good ideas. And I don't think they have a point or I think it's stupid. This, however, no, this, this could do some damage. This could do some damage. Same, I had the same feeling uh, before the trucker convoy. And this, when I looked at it, at first I was like, come on. And then, uh, this, is, this is my thought process. I saw him on, Insta- on Instagram and that he, was run- he wants to run for mayor of Toronto. And I was like, of course he does, you know? And then, I'm in the, and then I'm in the bathroom brushing my teeth and I'm shaking my head like, I can't believe he's doing that. And then I'm in the shower washing my hair like, imagine him as mayor. And then I'm downstairs making coffee going, imagine him as the mayor. He does have a lot of... Po- Holy shit, wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute now. Like, this is perfect. This could happen, man. I don't know. I think it's hilarious. Imagine them having to deal <laughs> There's so many reasons. Just for the memes, the memes alone. And uh, somebody on Rumble, uh, Paladin says, can he pull it off, though? That's the thing. I think he could. But I think if everybody helped him, and I think if everybody available through their support and their energy and their, um, you know, spirit behind trying to help make that possible, I think the odds go way, 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 way up. And I think this stupid finger pointing and in yeah, it's so childish and dumb, and I don't have any time for it. I don't give a fuck. I talked to the the guys at uh, the V4F guys; they're on board. You know, I talked to the some of the other guys. Were like, yeah, this makes sense. So, if you want to be uh, if you want to be a baby and cry about it, I don't like them. That's fine. I don't just don't get in the way. Like imagine going into the way. Like I'm gonna try and sabotage this because I'm butt hurt. Holy shit! That's the kind of that's the kind of attitude that's that's causing problems. And there's a lot of those people, especially the fruity dumb people. Those stupid, f- you know who I mean. They're around, and holy fuck, are they obnoxious and annoying. And not in a good, and not in at least in a way where they actually produce something like Sky has. Just in a way of like headaches. This is going to draw a lot of those people out as well. This is going to filter some people. That just like you have to ask yourself your motivations. Why? Why are they so angry about this idea? Like, how does this affect them personally? What is this taking out of their pocket? Is this taking food out of their children's mouths? Why are they getting so butthurt about this? That's always you know. Imagine the possibility if he wins, even if he comes in second. If they make a game of it where it's like this is not going to be like it's up for grabs. There's going to be a fight here. This is it's a real fight. Like it's a real he could win. You know, imagine this galvanizes more people. It gets people involved. It gives them something to do. It gives them something to work toward. And unlike random, let's do a convoy to a field. This has a definable objective set to to know what you're what you stand to. Like there's a there's an end point where you've won or you've lost, and then you can move on to the next the next objective. This aimless aimlessness is not good for anybody. And it's clear that again, there's a lot of energy out there that wants to do something. This is something. 
I think somebody said they've already started a Wikipedia page for it. Like they're trying to get ahead of this, the Google result. Well, I Googled him and I saw that. Here's the thing. He also has a massive social media um, presence to like, I, I don't I don't know. They may, they may underestimate this. I said this in the past. I said it to Derek and I've said it. It's like, if you meant, he's like Beetlejuice. If you mention him, I know he's probably watching this right now. If you mention him more than once or twice, it's more than just an offhand comment. You actually start talking about him. He's, he appears in, in moments. Two minutes goes by, and Derek's like, "He's here. He's he's in the chat. You were right." I'm like, "I knew it." So I asked him. I was like, "Do you have an? You have some kind of army of spies?" He does. There is an army of network of spies everywhere uh, that report back to him in real time. So anytime anything's going on within minutes, somebody's on top of it. That's uh, I don't know, man. John Tory never had anything like that. Think about it. Pilot Mike says, remember when Goldie Wilson was pushing a broom in the cafe uh, in Back to the Future? He was telling off the owner and said, I could be mayor. We need to put Chris Sky's face over that scene. Fairy, do your thing. Or maybe 5x5 five five Media. I Again, and it, it's the energy of it is what's important. If, it, if people are having fun with it, this is another reason why I like this as like a dark. I, I like underdog stories. I like long shots that have a chance to win. Like, the convoy was like a dream come true. I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. This, like, very little risk. Like, it's not, right? A lot of upside, very little. I mean, unless you don't like, you know, getting beat up by cops, which isn't fun for anybody. And they, But, you know, stuff like that, it's attractive. Um, and if people are having fun with it, like, Trump was literally memed into office in the United States. When that was announced, it was a joke. No one took it seriously. But... So many people in America were so... And this is the real reason that Trump won. Trump was the protest vote. So many people were fed up with... You go from Bill Clinton to to George Bush, and I mean, like, by the end of their presidencies, this was the opinion of the government, to to Obama, to now we're going to Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. Like, no. Abs- no. So Donald Trump shows up with his big, loud, obnoxious personality, and he's mean. He doesn't give a shit. He's just calling people, you're a loser. You're a loser. You'll always lose. That's why you're a loser. Like, it was just something out of, ne- like, another dimension. It was so much opposite of what you is expected that was the biggest wrench into the machine you could have thought of and people in the millions were like i fucking don't care anymore i would rather throw everything behind big dumb loud orange man than participate in any of this fucking charade anymore because i'm sick and tired of being afraid for my life on the fucking subway i am sick and tired of people not a lot oh we can't talk about that well my family has vaccine injured people in it and i'd like to fucking talk about it no, you can't talk. Fuck. This guy will, and he doesn't give a fuck, and I don't give a fuck. So fuck you! That could happen in Toronto. You think it can't? He plays his cards right. Everybody, I'm telling you, all of the ingredients are there. So, from where I'm sitting, I got a big table in front of me. I got a big bowl of flour. That's all you guys. I got a I got three eggs. That's your big balls plus one more. I got milk. I got lots of milk. <laughs> I got all the milk. We got the sugar and spice and everything nice. 
And we got butter. Oh, man, do we got butter. So I say, what does a man do with all of these ingredients? I could stay on the couch and whine and complain about being hungry. Or I could make some fucking pancakes. Daddy wants his cake. I can see it in my mind, I'm telling you. T-Money says this broadcast is proudly sponsored by San Pellegrino. They're all free. Anderson Palin says soon Russian hackers will install... Chris of Skies, and it will be illegal to Slava Ukraine. I know. Russian hackers. Yep. The meme power is a real industry, guys. It's huge, and it turns its attention. If if the meme machine turns its eye of Sauron onto something it desires, it can make it happen. It memed Trump into presidency. The Pepe the Frog, the whole thing. That's what it was. Because he was talking about things that people were actually worried about and concerned about, and he was speaking to a lot of people that otherwise are not represented and never were represented. People came out to vote that never voted before, and that's why, as this, you know, sure, he turned out to be not the great, you know, who's perfect, though? Well, Trump did this, and he did that, and blah, blah, blah. Yes, I know. However, do you, again, how many people are now online and motivated and in the game as a result of that? Some of his harshest critics now turned out, showed up because he existed in the first place. They don't like him anymore, but he, you know, somebody like Alex Jones. Not everybody likes Alex Jones or think he has any kind of value or anything anything to say. I would disagree. I think he encourages people to think for themselves, which is, you know, important. And how many people today that could be, uh, there's a few, that may not like or agree with much of what he has to say, but he was the reason that they started looking at things in a different way. Nobody's going to be perfect, for God's sakes. If you're going to sit around, you want to sit around and wait for a perfect person to show up to do things for, first of all, to do things for you. What kind of arrogance do you have? I have a Ricky Gervais clip later for speaking about arrogance. How arrogant are you to believe that, like, not only should someone else fix your problems for you, but they must also be perfect at the same time? Like, (laughs) what do you... So, so basically, you demand Jesus Christ or nothing. You won't help any... You won't do anything unless... Literally, like, God shows up. And, like, are you... Who do you think you are? To that That's what you you request. Go... Please, by all means, go find me someone that's not a flawed person, and we'll put them in charge. Because we're going to be... You've been waiting your... You'll wait your entire life. That will never happen. There has never been anyone in charge of anything that's done anything good. There has never been anyone that has done anything good for humanity that hasn't also done something bad. Those people don't exist. There's no such thing. 
I have another clip later I want to play from Bill Burr. Actually, why not? Why, why would I wait? This is, it's right now. Listen to this. And that's why psychos run the world. Because they don't give a fuck. They don't play, feel guilt. They don't give I was going to play this at the end, but I, I will again anyway to remind you. But this is, a, this is an important uh, message in here. And that's why psychos run the world. Because they don't give a fuck. They don't feel guilt. They don't give a shit. They'll fucking kill anybody. You know? And nice people, we should be killing them, but we don't because we can't deal with the guilt. Right? And what do psychos do? They stay in power by killing loud, nice people. <laughs> Martin Luther King, loud, nice. I know he banged a bunch of broads. Who gives a fuck? Guy was fucking up there crushing it. If nice people start killing psychos, okay, maybe then you, you wouldn't have a swirl of trash the size of Texas in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean. Do we work on that now? Because there's psychos in the world, and all they end up doing is, is trying to keep improving golf equipment so these man-titted fucking cunts can keep a ball on the fairway. It's kind of, you know, it's a good point, and especially when he's talking about, uh, I have another reason to use that later, but talking about... Um, Somebody like Martin Luther King, who I mean, Malcolm X is a far, far superior human rights leader than that. But was he like everyone wants to be? Oh yeah, he did all these great. He was also a piece of shit, though. Do you know anything about that guy? <laughs> Martin Luther King was by no means a saint of a man. Does that mean everything he said and did ever it was just to be thrown away? Like when will you you need to get over this? This is what frustrates me. You know what I mean? And it's not. You can't, it's so stupid, this cancel culture outrage industry, you can't say or do anything. You basically, everyone has to be perfect all the time, or that's a reason to never endorse support. So like that's so we're living under impossible standards then, to which no one can ever do anything anywhere, ever, because nobody's perfect, so we're all just going to eat the bugs and stay in the pods. Do you, see, do you see where this is going? Like, we don't have, we don't have time for this. We do not have time for this. There is too much at stake. There's too much crazy shit going on. They're getting away with too much. They're winning too much. We need to fight back. There needs to be a resistance. There need, And I don't give a shit if the guy next to me isn't perfect. I don't give a shit if the guy to my right isn't perfect. I don't care if the guy in front of me and behind me aren't perfect. What I care about is that they're there. There's a very big difference between being, you know, being an imperfect and flawed person and being the enemy. This is also the anniversary, or was it yesterday? Yesterday or today? The anniversary of, of when James Topp began his insane quest to march across the fucking continent with a rucksack on just to, just to inspire and lead and try to help the spirit of the people that live in this country and try to do what he could to set an example. Who thinks he's a perfect person who has never made a mistake and never did anything fucked up or said anything fucked up? Like, there's never been a reason to be like, oh, that guy, can't believe. That happens to everyone. The difference is people on this side are under a microscope on camera and on record literally all of the time and the people talking shit and throwing stones are not. That's the difference. And uh, if that could be turned around, rectified, or even made an equal playing field, I bet uh, I bet there'd be a lot more outrage. But from some, you know why some of these people, you know, thou, thou doth protest too much, if you know what I mean. I guarantee you, there's people from from uh, Warren Officer Top's life that are like, fuck him, that fucking guy, fuck him. I I don't care. Do you see what he's done to the positive? Is, eno is enormous. Enormous.
Do you know how many people he's touched and how far that message went around the world? Who the fuck are you? Again? Oh, was he mean to you once? Did he say a mean thing one time? I don't... What does that have to do with anything? Because I'm talking about today. I'm talking about right now. And today, right now, we have a serious, serious problem in this country. It's called the government. And uh, very few people are doing anything about it, or even trying to do anything about it, or even talking about it. So the fact that we're attacking each other... Because, you know, people can't sell as much merch as they used to, or they, you know, aren't getting time on the back of the truck to go to talk about my website, whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, we're taking enemy fire, and this is what you're doing. So, again, this is what kind of, con- are, are we a serious, you know, group of people or not? Do we have time? To th- do we have time for this? I don't. We have you got who we we got who we got guys. Keep waiting around. All these people want to sit on their hands and talk shit and just tear everybody. Anybody down that wants to try anything that might actually oh that's an interesting idea. Let's try this. Why not? You know you want to tear that down. I good luck. Have fun. Have fun waiting your entire life for for this imaginary perfect man to if, if just appear out of nowhere and fix everything and do everything right and you agree with everything he says all of the time. Let me know when that when that arrives for you to fucking for your self righteous perfect fucking godly ass to get off the couch and grace us with the you know oh thank you so much for your help sir. You who who doth demand. Thank you. Thank you for your endorsement. What would we ever have done without anonymous quarterback couch commando internet guy? Oh my, thank goodness. We finally, Jesus Christ showed up and only, and even then reluctantly. And he's like, well, it took you long enough. Then they showed up. Uh, that, that's that's probably the Illuminati Jesus. Like it would, ne- it never would end. You know what I mean? If you believe in that kind of thing, if you're a you know, you're one of these, because that's their prophecy is that like Jesus will return. And the irony is that like if he was these people that think this and that are like, yeah, I can't believe you could be talking to him and you wouldn't know, you wouldn't have any clue because you're so spiritually numb and small and dead inside. You don't even you can't even recognize good from bad anymore and you think you know like did you even read this is how I know like most Christians I've not even read the Bible a lot of, especially the really loud ones like do you, you don't even <laughs> I read it in jails as bored and I was like oh this is uh this according to this guy these people are not doing this right at all this guy <laughs> this is uh hmm this this guy in this book sounds seems a lot different than the way that these people are being. This is I don't know I don't know if, did they read this? This is a long book. I'm starting to think they and it's kind of it's not easy to read either. Take some time. You got to think about things. It's not something you could just. It's not a page turner. It's not Harry Potter and the you know the crucifixion's stone. Or whatever. <laughs> That's probably some kind of blasphemous thing, right? So there you go. Satanist confirmed. They made a joke about the Bible. So, there. Write me off forever. Never listen to anything I have to say. Proof. Proof! It's proven. It's known. No, 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 Nazi. Godzilla says, when you listed all of the globalist associations you've been falsely accused of belonging to, you forgot to mention the one that is legit. 
The Ragecast show is a stakeholder of the Diagonal Economic Forum. Well, that's our our evil empire is better than theirs because ours is ours and theirs is gay. Our evil empire isn't evil. It's great. Theirs is evil and horrible. And goblin infested, infested with goblins. Anderson says soon Russian. Oh, I read that one already. And I didn't read that one. That, all right, good. I remember I started at the top and went to the bottom. I kept bouncing back and forth. <laughs> uh, Cindy Lou on Odyssey says a guy many a guy showed many of us uh, every year when they say something like it's flu season. Psychologically, people expect to get the flu and to buy meds. Interesting. I believe that. You know, the flu took a couple years off. Wasn't that fun? Remember when there was no flu for two years? <laughs> you know, like I want people. We need to talk about this. There, this needs to be. For fuck's sakes! I I'm not going to support that guy. Why? Because he said something that I didn't like once. Oh, okay. When is your fourth birthday? Is that coming up soon? Do you want a, do you want a Superman toy for your birthday? What do you want for a bedtime story? You entitled fucking baby who thinks that they deserve, like... <laughs> Oh, who also is doing nothing. You're doing nothing but talking shit. Like, well, do you got any better idea? I wait around. I like to pick my spots. I'm not one of these like, let's do something every weekend. We got to, I don't. This is something I'm like, this, th this has legs. This is a decent sized wrench. And I feel like that, that glass looks breakable to me. I think I'm throwing it. I'm going for it, you know? Imagine if he wins. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Who cares if he swears? You know? No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody ever cares. There's more. I'll probably um touch on this a little bit later, but, you know, that's how I see it. Like, friendly units in the, in the same way. you got the Rangers, the Seals. You've got JTF2. you got, listen, guys, do you want to... Do you want to compete forever who gets the top shot who gets the 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 um you know ac whatever it is whatever petty worldly thing it is that you desire that you're jealous of or you think that you deserve and this person shouldn't have is that what you want or do you want to see them take and take an l and you want to see something like that happen and watch the fucking heads explode I do. I do. I want to see that. I want to see that happen. Because otherwise, we're going to keep going into, into this world over the weekend. Um, Tiger Woods is now in trouble, and he's going to be canceled because he put a tampon in a guy's hand after he, like, you know, beat him at a shot or something to be like, hey, fuck, bitch. Like, you know, as men do. And everybody's all upset about this. And Tiger Woods, he apologizes. Ridiculous. Supposed to be all fun and games, and obviously it hasn't turned out that way, Woods47 said. If I offended anybody in any way, in shape, or form, I'm sorry. It was not intent. Shut up! No, you're not! No, you're not, you fucking pussy! It's funny. It's funny. It's two men playing a game professionally, and one guy is making fun of him, saying he's being a... You know what I mean? Oh, he's playing like a... Ridic Are you fucking serious? Playing like a girl. <laughs> Here's your tampon. You on your period? Are you crying? Huh? You upset? It's hilarious. Oh, I didn't find it funny. I, go, so? So what? So what? I'm just going to let you hear what Ricky has to say because 
did I do it again? I think I've lost the page. No, I didn't. I don't know what's going on with that page. Um, man, people stop sending me so many messages. Here's how I think. Here's how he's right. I, this is how I feel about it too. How and arrogant are you to think that you deserve to go through life with no one ever saying anything that you don't agree with or like? I, I want people to stop saying that joke's offensive. Yeah. I want them to start saying I found it offensive because that's all it is. You're yeah. just telling me how you feel about it. Yeah. There's nothing and intrinsically offensive about this joke. It, but it's it, trying to make I'm offended sound important. Yeah. It's no different to saying I've got a pain in my leg. Bingo. Yeah. But I believe you. Yeah. But there's, no, there's nothing to do with me. Yeah, but you shouldn't hurt people's feelings. Well, you can if their feelings are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Get, if, yeah. if you don't so like the facts, get, yeah, don't yeah. change the facts, change the feelings. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to pave the jungle. Yeah. You can just grow a pair and have a laugh about it. <laughs> what the hell? It's just playing a random, you know what I mean? That was, the internet is so unreliable now. It just throws things in your way. Like, this is the world we're in. You can't talk, like, like, that's them. When you engage in this kind of shit, it's like that. Like, when you're so weak, like, oh, I can't, uh, I can't be bothered. Like, I'm, I'm satisfied the guy's been through enough. I've seen enough. I've talked to him enough. And I'm, I, he's, he's just, uh, another guy trying to do his best. And he's doing a hell of a lot more than, than other people are. Is he perfect? No, neither am I. Are you? He's trying. Are you? Tell somebody has a better idea. We're going to keep descending into this world. And imagine the precedent that would set. What other? Then it would be what other cities are at risk of the far right? Like, oh, Toronto's been taken over by Nazis. You know what I mean? It's just the hysteria that this would generate. The country would come apart. Which it needs to do. This converse, This confrontation needs to happen. Because right now you have an establishment class that is pretending that all of us don't exist. That's a problem. Especially when you take into account the things that are coming down the road. Some of the things uh, Chris mentioned on InfoWars. It's already taking place in England, Australia. They've already got the proposals or being voted on and city councils. Yeah, it's coming. They've got, they've got the maps, the 15-minute zones, and how much they're going to charge you for driving too far every day. There needs to be a response. And um, this perpetual, you know, searching for... It's like constantly... Like, we're overly paranoid, searching for faults and everything. And if you find anything... Um, that you don't like. It's just it's an excuse to throw it. It's like, it's, next time you go grocery shopping, you like bananas? If there's any imperfection on any of the bananas, don't don't open them. Don't eat it. Don't even touch. Nope. You're never going to eat bananas again. <laughs> okay? Uh, that one has a tiny dent in it. I think a fly might have pooped on this one. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be... Let's apply that to your partnership too. How many? Uh, how many? Uh, how many people out there are, are you know married to perfect people and are perfect people themselves? There's never been any issue. There's never nothing. Like this is a this is. Can we can we can we focus on something um, positive and and try to accomplish something before you know? It's, can we just take a break just briefly from from this constant um, like critique Olympics? 
Because again, the bad guys are getting away with every, uh, all of the stuff. Like we're taking rounds, guys. It's time to stop. It's time to you know take a deep breath and take stock of the situation. And pandering to these people, here's another great example, is not going to help anyone, which is another reason why I, I, I respect Sky for it. He's not, he doesn't take shit, and he's not afraid to uh, say what he thinks. And these other people, and that's why he, he, he's not going to be beaten in the way that they beat other people, where they, they um, can break your spirit and force you to apologize. I demand you apologize. I'm sorry, I didn't do it. Please don't cancel me. It's never going to happen. And these fucking conservatives that think like, oh, I'm just going to go along to get along. And I'm just, you can't. The minute you say any, the walls will continually close in of left, leftist dogma and ideology. It will continue to squeeze like this more and more every day. And eventually you're not going to fit and you're going to get ejected out the tube too. doesn't matter how much you complied. It always ends this way. The purification process will never end. This is what they do. They're, again, finding people to cancel and eliminate to make up for their own fucking insecurities, probably, really. So I'm proposing, hey, let, remember when, when men were actually grown men and could be like, yeah, we have differences and issues with each other, but that's, that is down here in the precedent scale of what's important, and uh, the, this is way up here, and that's down here. So I don't really... Th- priorities, guys. You know, because you could, you could be somebody like Don Lemon, who is now uh, canceled. If you were turned into, if you tuned into CNN this morning, pause for laughter, you may have noticed that the second straight business day anchor, Mr. Lemon, was missing from the set of CNN this morning. He was conveniently given another day off, uh, being his missed show total, uh, bringing his missed show total since his sexist remarks about president candidate Nikki Haley up to two. Sources are now saying that a new schedule is in place. Cancelled! Just like that! Last week they report... And this is what he... This is... What, does it have a cliff? No, it just has a quote. Last week they reported that co-host... Lemon's co-host had stormed off the set after his brilliant commentary about Nikki Haley, wherein the 57-year-old Lemon accuses the 51-year-old of being, quote, past her prime. I don't have the clip in front of me, so it's hard to say how I take what he means. He easily could have meant political prime. He could have meant a number of things, i.e. her time has come and gone. She's not anybody that's going to win. I don't know what he meant by, but they obviously took it as like, I can't believe this is about my looks, isn't it? Are you trying to say this is insecure women in their forties and fifties being scared that they're getting older and men won't find them attractive anymore and projecting it on being angry and outraged at Don Lemon for just saying a fucking thing. Grow up, grow up. You fucking babies, you babies. Oh, you poor baby. Did he say she was past her prime? Holy fuck. Fuck! Do you live in a gingerbread castle made out of marshmallows and sugar crumb drops? What kind of mental castle do you live in where this is caused to have someone fired from? Oh my lord, mother of God. Yeah, so this is what he said. And he's not wrong. He says Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry, a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s, 30s, and 40s, uh, he said in a broadcast early last week when his morning show host Poppy Harlow pushed back on the claim. Lemon told her in the CNN audience to Google it. 
I don't care that you don't like it. It doesn't, again, you don't have to like it. You Like what Ricky said, you can be offended and you can be mad if you want, but it is what it is. It's not going to change anything. Um, people on television, as TV, whatever, women in that age bracket will sell more and do better gathering eyeballs than women in their 50s do. You know how, I don't like that, it's sexist. You know what I always didn't like? I always didn't like knowing in the in my mind. Okay, men have the same problem, you stupid entitled whores. They do. I remember knowing, and I, I and I'm there now, and I still I think of it every I feel it every day. See, because men and women they kind of value different things. Um, women's, you know, subconsciously apparently these ones they believe that their value is is attached to their appear if they're not beautiful and young anymore that they're not worth anything. Well, men have the have a similar problem. We know that uh, once you start reaching like your late thirties, you just mid thirties, even you start slowing down. And you're going to start getting weaker and slower and older. And eventually, you know, you've only got 20. Like, if so, if you're an athlete, like when you're in the NHL and you're, in your, and you're 35, you're not getting the kind of money you were going to get when you were 25. You know why? Because you're past your prime. Why can't I keep playing hockey, Chris Chelios? Because you're in your 50s, dude. It's not competitive. You're past your prime. You're on the way down. You know, in the military, too. We force people into retirement. There's jobs that won't take you. It's like you're too old, man. Sorry, this is a young man's game. I don't care if you want to do this forever. It just isn't going to work for us. <laughs> you know? I'm not going to... I can't even... I couldn't go join the Marines or the Royal Marines in, in England because I'm 36 years old. I think they shut her down at like 25, 26. And that's sad. That like that's dep- like I remember being in the military. Like I only have this much time left, and then I'm done. I'm going to be like 44, and that's it. My knees are shot. My back's done, and like I, that's it, man. I'm all used up. Done. Bye. Now, now, what is my value as a man now that my body is nowhere near what it used to be? You see what I mean, ladies? <laughs> where, where, where? Yeah, yeah, we get it. Getting old sucks. The end. Deal with it. We are not fucking complaining about it all the time. We're gonna fire Don Lemon over it. I would fire him for other reasons, be like being a communist. Firing him because he's saying something that's true about females and broadcasting. Men in their forties and fifties don't are near men in their forties and fifties are not as strong, fast, um, and you know, fit or any as men in their twenties. That is incredibly sexist. How dare you? Like, while it... Like, do you know what? You know when you see men cry when they retire from sports? I, I, man, I saw this when I was a kid. When, when did Cam Neely retire? Like, 94, something like that. Um... My dad was a, a big is a big Bruins fan, and I, you know, kind of I'm young at the time. I'm like, oh, this is my dad's team, so I'm gonna fucking. I remember he was retiring, and he he had to retire very early. He had to retire at like 30, something like that. Maybe only, maybe, was he even that old? He was, I, I would guess, around 30, um, 29, maybe something like that. He had a bad injury, and it was like, that's it, dude. It's all done. And um, he cried. He cried at the press conference. Big, tough, mean Cam Neely. What are you crying for? You're famous. You're you're a, a hockey player. You've got all this money. Like, who cares? Go retire. That's awesome. His identity and his value as a man was wrapped up in being a hockey player and being a strong player. And now it's all gone. His va- like who? Like, now he's like, what? Am, why might as well just die now? I might as well just go kill myself. 
Who am I if I'm not Cam, if I'm not Cam Neely, the hockey player? Who the fuck, you know? Guys in the military go through the same thing. You do that for 20 years, it's your whole life. And it's like, well, now... And then men in their 50s get very depressed. Just wanted to remind people that. Like, while you're busy being like, oh my God, this is just sexist remark. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not special. And this was... Uh, <laughs> the irony is, is that Don Lemon isn't an idiot. But he's a coward, and he thought that going along with the current thing and the wokeness and whatever, he would be on, and he's a man of color. Like, he won't be. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe in woke world, bud. Nobody. Nobody's safe in Stalin's land. He thought if he went along with this and just became one of their star, he would be immune. He would be immune. This was Don Lemon in 2013. The same woke re- idiot. This is 2013 Don Lemon. Because black people, if you really want to fix the problem, here's just five if things. If you're listening and you can't see, Don Lemon is very black, just, so, just for context. Things that you should think about doing. Here's number five. And if, if, if this doesn't apply to you, if you're not doing this, then it doesn't apply to you. I'm not talking about you. Here's number five. Pull up your pants. Walking around with your ass and your underwear showing is not okay. In fact, it comes from prison when they take away belts from the prisoner so that they can't make a weapon. And this-, this was just 10 years ago. Imagine him saying this net <laughs> city on fire. And it evolved into which role a prisoner would have during male on male prison sex. The one with the really low pants is a submissive one. So the context of the clip is he's he's giving his five points. This is his five points of advice to the community of you know young black men in America to be more successful and stop being a piece of shit. This is this is his advice, you know. And he's not, I agree with everything he says. You get my point? Number four now is the N-word. By promoting the use of that word when it's not germane to the conversation, have you ever considered that you may just be perpetuating the stereotype the master intended, acting like a nigger? Now number three, respect where you live. Start small by not dropping trash, littering in your own communities. I've lived in several predominantly white neighborhoods in my life. I rarely, if ever, witness people littering. I live in Harlem now. It's an historically black neighborhood. Every single day I see adults and children dropping their trash. I always knew Don Lemon was a white supremacist. I don't know why. I just could tell. On the ground when a garbage can is just feet away. Just being honest here. Number two, finish school. You want to break? You should have stayed honest. You'd still have a career. The cycle of poverty. Stop telling kids are acting white because they go to school or they speak proper English. A high school dropout makes on average $19,000 a year. A high, a high school graduate makes $28,000 a year. A college graduate makes $51,000 a year. Over the course of a career, a college grad will make nearly... Telling black kids to stay in school? <sighs> oh, he puts on glasses. I'm going to start seeing Himmler a million dollars more than a high school graduate that's a lot of money and number one and probably the most important just because you can have a baby it doesn't mean you should especially without planning for one or getting married first more than 72 percent of children in the african-american community are born out of wedlock that means absent fathers and the studies show that lack of a male role model is an express train right to prison and the cycle continues. So what happened? 
What changed there, Donnie? Um, what changed is the environment and what all Don was with his the amount of fear he was able to uh, put up with. Because <clears throat> when he said those things, it wasn't scary to say those things. To say that was just obvious common sense, especially coming from another a black guy on TV talking about the black community from his own lived experience, all of it true. Um, there was no reason for alarm to say any of those things. So he didn't feel that like there, there wasn't anything controversial to say that now, though, to say those exact words. Now, what's the difference? You're going to get in trouble. People are going to come after you. They're going to say things. So they're too scared. Like, well, I know this is true and I want to say it, but I'm not going to because I don't want to deal with the, the consequences and the shit. Oh, see, so you're a coward. That attitude has permitted all of this. And I've said the, the number one problem in the, in the West, in this country, in the, in the Western world, is that men are pussies now. They will, they will kneel, shut up, kiss the ring, and do what they're told. And the few people that aren't doing that, you've got all these losers on the couch, you know, talking shit about them. Like, I don't, I don't respect you. If your contribution is being an anonymous troll and just mouthing off on Twitter, like, that's not, I'm not interested. Like, if that's the best you could, like, that's cool, I guess, good enough for you, but that's like the minimal level of effort. Okay, people are like in jail right now. And may not get out. And this is like this is this is real going. This shit's real. This is going on. The state is taking considerable forces and and focusing them focusing them on on citizens and ruining their lives for the act of opposing uh, what's going on. And you feel like uh, you know I'm I, I think I'm just going to shit on all these people from the safety of my anonymous Twitter account. Um. So I I don't care. I I don't care what people like that have to say. If they're even people, you know, they're bots, you know, they don't, they don't mean anything. I have tons, I have way more respect for people that are uh, willing to put their face out there and stand for what they believe and, you know, not wear masks and hide like a fucking coward. Because when you do, when you have people that are that easily frightened into not telling the truth, look where we've gotten. He can't even, you couldn't even say stuff like that now, <laughs> you know, you'd be canceled. It's fear. It's, it prevents people from doing the right thing. Doing the right thing is never easy. There's no easy button for stuff like that. That's, it's designed that way. Fear is like a barrier that you, must, that you have to conquer between you and, and something you want or something you should do or something you know you want to do. But you don't do it because you're scared of what could happen. What if it doesn't work? What if you fail? What if everybody laughs at me? But you'll never know because you were too scared to try. It was, fr it was uh, you know, it's anxiety inducing. When I first started doing this, it took a little bit of a, a little bit of a leap of courage to do it. People are not going to like what I have to say. I knew that. They will attack. Yes, they will. But I remember, uh, like, like, <laughs> like, what if I'd been too afraid? I was too afraid. Like, let's go. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna apply. I'm gonna take a piece of paper. This is just my actual, real fucking life that I've 
lived. So I just want to remind, take a, a real application from the government of Canada that says application to the fucking top special forces operations in the country. So like extremely dangerous, extreme risk. Most of them have been shot before. You know what I mean? And then you write your actual name on it and send it in and go, yeah, I'll try that. Oh, and we're going to beat the shit out of you. We're going to basically torture you. We're going to fly you out to some weird location in Ontario and just do weird mind fuck things and scream and yell at you and throw things at you and torture and drown you and make you run through the ice at fucking, you know, November 3rd. Break the ice with your fucking hands and run across this, you know waist-deep little river with a bag over your head a hundred times because I said so. Like, oh, yeah. So there's an... Oh, and we want you to jump out of airplanes and throw you off of buildings. We're going to lock you in rooms with a man that's 300 pounds. He's just going to beat the shit out of you. Why? We just want to see how much you'll fight back before you give up, if you give up. We want to see what you do in an unwinnable situation. We're just going to put you with this gorilla, and he's just going to beat the shit out of you, and we just want to see if you'll keep fighting even when you know you can't win. That's all. That's all. Like, so it takes... You know, but I got to do all those things and I know that about myself now and it would have fucking killed me. I know myself if I had known, like, I don't know what that what could I have done it. What was that like? Could I could I have achieved this? I don't know. I was too afraid to even try. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to win anyway. I'm too small. I don't have that much experience. I'm not very strong. I'm not even a fast runner. I'm not that smart. I am not a tough guy. There's no fucking way. Why would I ever? I mean, come on. Stupid. Stupid. I'm going to be an average Canadian and not even try. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. That's lame. That's lame. Let's do it. So me and my friends were like, let's go for it. Fuck it. Like, are you serious? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you want to? Let's go. All right. Fine. Oh, and then there was the whole war thing. So there's that. It's like, I will go to where everyone's killing each other. All right. But not knowing is, is or you could use like a more mundane example, you know, something like um, I used to play a, a guitar. We had a little band when I was in, in my high school, you know, some of my friends. And, uh, you know, there was a. Uh, an opportunity to do, people were doing, you know, like performances and stuff. And they're like, do you guys want to go out? And I didn't want to do it because I was too scared. I want, I thought it would be cool to do. I like the idea of doing it, but the, the uh, anxiety and fear of having to get up in front of a bunch of people. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm an, no, no, I, I'm not, I'm not, I can't do that. You know? And you know what? I regretted it forever. I'll never know what that was. I've missed my, I'm not doing that now, but I wish I had just for that memory. And all it would have taken was a little bit of, like, whatever. Nobody was any good. They're high school bands. You know what I mean? It's not about that. It's just about doing it for the sake of doing it and having, a, and having fun. And you would have had that memory. You would have had that experience. You would have had that tiny, it's like stepping over a log of fear, you know, rather than climbing a fucking mountain of fear. You don't just start with that. You have to start with something. Right, and there's tons of people. We have an entire civilization, an entire people living unfulfilled, empty lives. They're sitting around with with fake everything. They're fake accomplishments. These aren't accomplishments, boys. These are Xbox Live achievements. What 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 is this? What are the? Oh, I beat a video game. That's not that's not a substitute for living your life and and growing and and becoming a more powerful, formidable person. This is not. 
You've got fake accomplishments, fake food, fake you know entertainment, fake news, fake leaders, fake relationships, fake people. Fucking, we've got AI bots now on dating websites. I mean, Jesus Christ. How how are you ever supposed to be anything? And you, you live in a fake world where you can't even. I, I was laughing with. Uh, was this the other night? On I can't remember when I was laughing about this. I think it was a, a stream I did in, uh, with these guys in the states on the weekend. Um, yeah, Derek, if he's watching, like uh, a, a mutual friend of ours who's a has been washed up nobody, you know, radio personality. Like there are guys. Have they even have they even spent an evening, one night alone in the woods? Like in their entire life, there is a ton of men right now in their fifties and sixties in this country that are like have never just never done that. Like, just lit something that minor. So is anyone surprised? It's like, why is everybody such a pussy? Well, we took away all the things that you had to conquer in order to to become a man. We just got rid of them all. We put safety bumpers on all of the edges and corners, and we removed all of the logs to step over. Actually, we 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 paved the entire runway flat. You know, it used to be a gradual incline into becoming an adult, becoming a man, like be, dealing with more and more difficult problems until eventually you, you have enough. So we just paved it right flat. We don't uh, we don't allow any inconvenience. No one's allowed to even be offended anymore. Um, everyone's going to be happy all the time. And if that doesn't work, we'll just give you pills. And then, uh, and then we're going to sit around and be like, why is everybody such a, such a wimp now? Uh, that might have something to do with it. Don't say those words. That is very offensive. You know, it's offensive seeing someone fucking explode when they step on a landmine. So when you've lived life, and I'm not suggesting or encouraging people to go to a war to like level up their appreciation and understanding of the world and you know fear and consequences and what's important and what's not. I did it my way. You can do it your way. I don't suggest you do that, but you got to do something. So you have some perspective on what's important, what is a serious problem, and what is silly and ridiculous. Otherwise, we get this. We get this world of everybody's afraid of everything. I don't like the that Scott that cloud is shaped like a swastika. I'm not going to school today. Like we're there, we're that ridiculous. I I don't mean children. I mean twenty year olds, twenty five year olds are everything hurts them. It's it's painful to just be outside. <laughs> you know, I mean li- listen, and it's not even young people. It's not even just young people. Everybody like the whole. It's been. Too many generations since we've been tested and beaten and toughened up that we're now uh, we're here. Where's this picture? I need to see the picture first. Oh my god! And I gotta read some. Gotta read some goddamn super chats. <laughs> so I don't know what country this is happening in. I suppose it's some English-speaking country. I mean, does it matter at this point? We're all in. We're all in this mess. So this is what they're doing now. Um, the climate warrior, again, very wise, worldly, experienced people you can trust. You can tell by the looks on their faces and the fact that they're all children uh, holding signs that are suggesting that you know forests are not renewable sources of uh, industry. You know, trees and such. Check this out. What do you do for a living, well, Cameron? I'm a carpenter. A carpenter, right. So how safe is that for the climate? Sounds like Australia. Well, I work with timber, which is a much more sustainable material rather than concrete. Or, I also but you work with trees out. that have been cut down then, don't you? No, Britain. It's a sustainable building. Yeah, so this is Brit- some talk radio t- in England. Is that for the climate? 
while I work with timber, which is a much more sustainable material rather than concrete, I also but you work with trees out. that have been cut down. Then don't you? It's a sustainable building practice. How is it sustainable if you're killing trees? Because it's regenerative, you can grow trees. Right. Well, you can you can grow all sorts of things, can't you? Well, you can't grow concrete. You can. See you, Cameron. Cheerio. That was Cameron. He just stares at him like, you can't grow concrete. Yes, you can! Like, that kid, had. that's the perfect answer. It's like, don't... You're talking to an insane goblin person now. And listen, here, listen to how this completely brain... And again, look at him. Fat, soft, weak. You can feel how weak he is just by gazing upon his face. Again, can't control his own food intake. Lazy, soft, slow, dumb pussy. And this is how he finish it, finishes this fucking... Uh, he grows trees and then cuts them down and then makes things from them. Brilliant. Marvellous. I don't think I ever want to talk to any of those people. Like, what? What? Those people? Carpenters! Using trees, forest, the industry of foresting. Oh my god. It's been a while since I wanted to chug tequila, but that one's gonna do it. Oh fuck, Mike. Trust your television, guys. The people on TV, way, way fucking smarter than I'll ever be. Jesus. Making gains says, can we replace the Prime Minister with European Union Member of Parliament Christine Anderson? That's where we're at. The Germans have to come here and lecture us on free societies. That's how... <laughs> I would prefer it. Unfortunately, it's not an option. Brooker T says, did the Ontario Butter Beast just uh, give Toronto and Ottawa mayors additional powers? The strong mayor powers. Super funny to put that in the hands of Sky. Yes, wouldn't it be? That's what I'm saying. Mr. Bullock says, uh, Sky Power. Thank you very much, sir. Miss Moon says, did you see James O'Keefe has been fired from Project Veritas? He has a resignation speech on Rumble. I did see that. Dr. Jenstein says, hockey players in the past, even the goalies. Uh, I don't need a fucking helmet. Right. It was just accepted as like, what if you get a puck in the face? Then I get a puck in the face. It's the fucking way she goes, boys. They're all missing teeth and covered in scars. Like, hockey used to be a fucking hard man's game. Now they pretend to get hurt like soccer players so the other team will get a penalty. Uh, so, I mean, again, disillusioned. Like, even hockey, like hockey used to be cool. Like, dude, when I was a kid, I mean, I'm just watching, sitting here with my dad watching hockey, and it's just monsters. Like Cam Neely, grown men just killing each other. Like, Scott Stevens would skate around and just be like, you die today, and would just take somebody's head right off. They'd be unconscious on the ice for minutes at a time. It was like UFC. You'd just watch somebody get kicked in the face, and it was it was game over. And then there'd be a massive brawl. There's like six people killing each other. The goalies are fighting. It was war. Hockey used to, in the playoffs, the NHL hockey playoffs in the 90s was like warfare compared to what they're going through today. 
oh, we're just fucking, you know, in the league, boys, fucking Sellian and fucking, oh, shut, anybody, any team from the 90s would murder everyone today. They would just lose out of, out of intimidation. I saw a picture recently, the, uh, when Wayne Gretzky played for the Oilers, one of the best teams, you know, and this is relevant for the, you know, the best teams ever, the 80s Oilers. When they played against Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Flyers, when Gretzky played, they had a record of 2-12. and 12. So they almost always lost to the Flyers in the 80s. Now, anybody that likes hockey or is a hockey fan, I'm pretty sure you understand why that might be. Uh, the Flyers, they used to have a nickname called the Broad Street Bullies. And if they couldn't beat you, they would just beat the shit out of you. And they did. And people were afraid to play against them. So part of their strategy was like they, and there was a picture of Gretzky like staring off. With, I don't know who the other guy was. It's just this big, mean Philadelphia Flyers guy with a fucking typical '80s dad mustache, but he looked like he had to be 240 pounds and was just a beefcake. And he's just looking at this guy like Gretzky's like Gretzky's life is in danger. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Jennifer says they were they were afraid to win. It's like well, I don't want to beat the Flyers. Just let them win. We're the Oilers. We can throw a game. I don't want to go out there. Don't piss him off. You know, I don't even remember. I don't even know who's on those teams. It was before my time, but they had a reputation. Don't don't score a goal. Because Bob Probert's out there, and he's on coke. He'll beat the shit at... Don't. Just don't. He's a menace. Oh, please. Oh, God. He's going to come over here. I'm going to have to fight him. You're too small. I can't beat Bob Probert. Guys, we're throwing this one. I'm getting drunk. I'm not even playing. I don't care. I don't care how much you get paid. I'm not how much I'm getting paid. I'm not going out there with coked out, coked out Bob Probert. I am not doing it. I why? Because I don't want to die. I don't want to die. So let them win. You know. So the Oilers would lose before they even won. So that would mean that if they played each other in the playoffs, like they would have lost. Did they ever? I guess not. Or maybe it was a reg- was that a regular season stat? I don't know if there's a playoff stat. I don't know. But according to the regular season stats, it was a very one-sided uh, affair. So it's like, who was really the superior team? <laughs> if you can't be smart, you got to be tough, they say. And uh, both of those things will get you a long way. If you're smart and tough, you can take over the world. Um, but uh, so, th- yeah, James O'Keefe has been uh, removed is one of the, yeah, Scott Stevens. When's the last time you thought you'd ever hear that name? Madam Breezy says Milk again. The rise of Milk House. I'm ho- I've, I, w- I hope Milk House does rise so everyone can be very underwhelmed and disappointed and angry. Um, men don't peak until 45. Uh, physically, like you're physical. There's a reason why those guys are they're talking about the JTF guys. Ex- there's a there's an ideal optimal balance of uh, youthful power and ability and experience and it's in your th- 30s in those in these areas you know in the, in what you will lose in the trade-off with your youth you will make up for dramatically inexperience but then it's like you know it's a bell curve you know uh, eventually it's like i don't care how experienced you are if you're you know you can't keep up you can't keep up it's not gonna it's not gonna happen but yeah, it's uh, you start degrading. You, and I think it's around 31 years old, 30, 31 years old. Uh, men start to lose about 1% of their testosterone every year for the rest of their lives. So it's around your physical peak is around 30. And then it's literally 
all downhill from there. <laughs> okay? Just throw that else in there. That sucks. You can't say women are past their prime when they're in their 50s. Yeah, I can. So are men. <laughs> We're all past. Everyone is literally past their prime in their 50s. Ask anybody in their 50s. Would you rather be 50 or 35? 30. Obviously. I would. I wish I could stay this age forever. And I'm acutely aware of it. And I'm like, this sucks. Like, I'm right at the window where it's like, soon it's all just going to fall apart. You know? I'm just going to get hurt when I'm in bed. I'm going to wake up and I'm just going to be in a wheelchair. Morgan will be like, what happened? And I'll be like, I went to bed. I woke up like this. What? Why? I'm 46. <laughs> Tomorrow, yesterday, I was blind in one eye. Like, things just stopped working. It, it's like, it's old, you know? It's old. It's breaking down. Fall, it's, you know, everybody falls apart at a different pace, but sure as the sun rises, it will happen to you. Unless you're Sylvester Stallone and you just take insane amounts of HGH and drugs and, and designer um, anabolic and, and youthful. You, you can, yeah, you'll live to be 100. You'll, <laughs> you'll be benching 315 when you're 90 years old, you know. You can't take those drugs. You'll you'll die young. Well, that's what you say. I just released a new TV show. I'm 80 years old. He's 80. He's like 80 years old, isn't he? <laughs> I want to know right now. We just look, I just looked this up recently, and it was crazy how like, what is his actual age? It's insane. 76. He's 76. Bananas. He's 76 and he's in better shape than men in their 20s. Most of the men in, in their 20s that I see at the gym are in worse shape than 76-year-old Sylvester Stallone. I'll hand it to him. That is, uh, that guy's dedicated. He is literally the living example of how far can you take that. How far, how long can you be a super jacked old man? No one knows, but we're all watching Sylvester Stallone very closely to see how long this can continue. It's at least 76 years old. Every year's I hope he lives to be 90 years old. Yeah, Tulsa King, that's it. Yeah. It was okay. I don't know. I watched it. I watched, you know, it was on the TV in jail. And of course, it was kind of about jail and crime, so all the other jail people were like right into it, you know. <laughs> they would literally like movie night. They'd crowd around. It was wild. Um so yeah, so James O'Keefe has been forced out. Is that any surprise to anyone? He's been forced out after what? After the massive Pfizer drops? And then all of a sudden, there's a board meeting. and You know what I mean? The thing is, James O'Keefe is Project Veritas. And, uh, you know, he can just do that. He can just start all over again. No one no one trusts or cares about proje- what Project Veritas says or does. They, they, they follow James O'Keefe. He is the face of the organization. He is the organization. What do you... Like, this isn't... This is stupid. This is dumb. I don't show him! That'll show him. He says, throughout my 13 years doing this, my mission has evolved. Over the last few weeks, I have felt a lot of despair and seen a lot of evil and felt overcome with various emotions. He says, a clearly emotional Keith expressed gratitude for his employees, but noted that the external threats and pressure reflected upon myself has been unimaginable. Employees had been dissatisfied about Keith's management and alleged he wasted money and was outright cruel to his staff. So, oh, he was mean, was he? Here's another example. We have to fire him because he was mean to so he yelled at employees. He was, you know, rough with people. Like, is that good? No. Do we want him to do that? No. Should he should he stop doing what he's doing as James O'Keefe because of this? Was it Would you rather and like 
again, you don't have to like it, but you have to understand this is real life. This is how it works. And if you can't accept this, it's like you're refusing to play by the rules of life that have been given to all of us, and we have no choice. Like It's like gravity. There's nothing I can... I can't fly if I want to. Every, it, gravity is a thing. There's nothing we can do about it. It just is. We need air to breathe. It just is. There's two genders. It just is. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what you say. It is what it is. Fish live in the water. They, You know what I mean? There are certain things that just are what they are. Is it worse? What? what so are you willing to say that... It's better that we, we, we James O'Keefe should we, we should never have supported him and he should stop because he was mean to some people sometimes. He probably did some shitty things and he probably did bad stuff. So that means therefore it was never it's not worth that to reveal to the world that Pfizer's been doing what it's been doing, that the government's been doing what it's been doing. These massive, insanely mind-blowing revelations, like uh, or, or like Elon Musk, the, the Twitter file. Well, he's not perfect, and Elon Musk... I don't give a shit what he's done before. This is true. This is true information. This is confirmation of a lot of things that we already knew. In trend, like We all kind of subconsciously were alerted to these possibilities of what we pretty sure was going on at Twitter, at Facebook, at YouTube, and all these places. He proved it. I have the receipts, and he gives them to... Here you go, everybody. This is valuable. This convi- this brings more people to, to feel safer in, in taking these positions and taking these stances in reality when it's backed up with evidence. And it, I'm not counting any of it because Elon said something that I don't... Oh, my God. You, chill, you need to shut the fuck up and sit down. Men need to start being men again and metaphorically bitch slap these people and say, sit down the fuck down sit down you're not contributing to anything you're not offering you're just eh, why your crabs in a bucket just kick the bucket over and continue on you don't even pay them any attention they're not perfect person so this is what that attitude gets you succumbing to this and not taking value like let's take stock of the situation canceled We better get rid of them. We better cancel Project Veritas because we fa- oh, give me a break. And they, and like that wasn't found and, and focused on and dug up and used as an excuse to get rid of him too. Because of what he's doing. And what is he doing? He's telling the truth about one of the most important issues of our time. And he's risking a lot to do it. And he's taking a lot of shit for doing it. So is the guy probably under a lot of pressure and stressed out? Is he a human being? And do I understand if he gets angry and loses his temper and yells at people and does shitty things? Absolutely. Have I done similar things in my life? Absolutely. Am I probably going to do it again in the future? Absolutely. Which is why I don't fucking care. That's like, oh, man, people did things that people do again. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Fucking grow up. It happens. Acknowledge it. Should we do? Hmm, let's learn from this situation. What can we do better next time? Well, let's put that in our hat and we'll try. Carrying, moving on. Moving on. That's what we're supposed to do. But, uh, nope. Just spin in circle. They can move on. They're getting a lot done. They're getting. You notice how they don't cancel... uh, you know, a lot of their powerful people ever. They just go after people that are not helping them or getting in the way and stuff. And we're doing the same thing. Our people, well, not I am, I'm not, but people on, on this side, supposedly, are they really or are they out for themselves? Um, what are they doing? And and again, I, I believe him. I don't think, I don't think Chris is doing this for himself. Like, I don't. It's not, uh, it's not, fu- I've been subjected to a lot of the same, same things that he has. And it, it, I'm telling you, it's not, 
This is not for everybody. Um, what else? Ohio. Right. This is funny. Did you know that a study has found that people with higher cognitive ability, i.e. smart people, care more about free speech than political correctness? So a study has confirmed that the woke are dumber. <laughs> can't believe it. A new study has found people with higher cognitive ability are less likely to be concerned about political correctness. Britain's elite cultural institutions, the BBC universities, the National Trust, are dominated by the woke. And as many of us would argue, the very, very stupid. Uh, since most people tend to get ahead in life, you might assume the woke would have higher intelligence. Not so, according to a new study. Uh, research uh, Researcher Louise Dreige sounds German or Eastern European, maybe Polish, can't be trusted. And colleagues surveyed 300 adults using the platform Mechanical Turk to measure, I don't know what any of that means, to measure participants' cognitive ability by administering a test which involves accurately assigning words to pictures. Other studies have shown that people's scores on that test correlate closely with their scores on comprehensive IQ tests like the Weschler Adult Intelligence Scale. Uh, researchers then asked participants to give their answers to statements such as every individual has the unalienable right to express their free thoughts. And censorship of free speech, or censorship of speech rather, leaves little room for debate and diverse points of view. Participants were also asked to respond to statements such as, I get mad when I hear someone use politically incorrect language. And I try to educate people around me about the political meaning of their words. I like this survey. I like this test. I, I, you know what I mean? The results show that there is a moderate positive correlation between cognitive ability and support for freedom of speech and a moderate co negative correlation between cognitive ability and concern for political correctness. The asterisks tell us these results are statistically significant. In other words, the more cognitive ability a person displays, the less likely they are to be woke because intelligent people can correctly see the patterns and, and where things are going that hurting someone's feelings, while not desirable, I don't want to hurt your feelings, I'm not trying to upset you, I mean, not all, sometimes I am because I view it as an effective strategy and that's what's required now, however, all things being equal, I wish I didn't have to do that, I would, it's not my desire, I don't, you know, revel and enjoy, you know, running around, but uh, the thing is, uh, reality and the truth is far more important than how you feel about it. How you feel about reality is is not an excuse or a or a foundational, you know, ideological reason for us to all collectively pretend that the truth is now something else. That is called being in a cult. That is craziness. That's insane. And uh, people with higher cognitive ability, otherwise smarter people, can see that. They can see that uh, ignoring reality for the sake of making you feel better is a very bad idea. And I think we need to adhere to what is real before anything else. That should be the foundation of our reality. Facts, uh, you know, rea real things that we can see. And that should be the the truth. It should be the foundation of reality, not your, uh, your uh, feelings and your, your framework that you were given by a fucking left-wing gender study teacher in university. That's not anything. That's not a worldview. That's not lived experience. That's not built upon anything but a sandcastle, a foundation of sand. Real life doesn't give a fuck what your professor at university thinks about what socialism and Marxism does. What matters is what it did, what it does in real life. You see how all the, you see all the dead bodies and so on and yeah, that's what it does and we know that's what it does because it did it.
You see what I'm saying? Like, do you know how I know that's a chainsaw? Because I can turn it on, and there's a chain, that, and it's it's a chainsaw, and you you des- your des- intense desire for me to believe that this is an ice cream machine and not a chainsaw makes you the crazy person, not me. You're insane. You're an insane person, and now we have all of the important positions have been captured by people in, in positions of insanity. And why did this happen? You know, there's an argument there. Say, if they're so stupid, how did they get to be in these positions? Yeah, I like this. Well, here's how it works, silly. Because the there are other smart people in the world that are uh, evil and very selfish and don't give a shit. They really, as um, as uh, you know, what's his what's his name there said in, uh, not too long ago, the Rockefeller. I always have trouble with his name, Aaron Russo. It always takes a while me to find that file. Aaron Russo described his relationship with the Rockefeller family, and he said they don't. They don't think like us. They don't. They don't value your life. They don't. They see you as like a useless eating kind of drone. Like it. It means literally means nothing to them. They. They have. They are very committed to this. Their ideology is me, myself, and mine. Okay, me, my life. You know, my friends and family, my community, and fucking fuck everybody else. And they work to that aim. They work to that end, and they're very rich and they're very powerful, and they manipulate these institutions to to bend things to their will, to do go down the path that's good for them. Is any of this woke ideological nonsense, is this good for society? Absolutely not. It's, it's tremendously horrible. Why would these people want to do that? Well, because it affords them much more power, it affords them a lot more money, a lot more control, and it fulfills their needs. It, they don't need a strong middle class with a strong identity, a strong sense of purpose, and a strong sense of justice. Absolutely. Absolutely not, because that would cause a lot of problems for them. So do we road this? We're going to destroy men. We're going to destroy the family. We're going to destroy nationalism. We're going to do that by by teaching them all of this self-destructive, toxic nonsense. And we do that by making sure the people in the positions in society of authority that do the talking, that do the teaching, that are on the TV, that they're complete fucking idiots. And they're going to do whatever we say, whatever we tell them, whatever I write down and I hand it to him, he is going to fucking say, because I own this fucking place. That's how real life works. Well, how are they up there? Because they're so stupid then. They're there because they're stupid, because they were chosen, because that's a job. It's a job to be a propaganda. They're not there because they're smart. They think they are. That's a great way. Imagine, how guilty would you feel? I would feel so guilty. Imagine if you had, like, all of your friends were really dumb. Like, you were all, you were just way smarter than all of your friends, and you consciously were manipulating them which would be very easy to do when you're way smarter than them to do things for you to you know you're taking mass just taking massive advantage of them because they believe that you're their friend See, this is how the system works. It makes these idiot slave bootlickers think that, oh, you're a good li-. they give them the pats on the head and the promo- you're a good little boy. But inside, uh, they're psychopaths. They don't care. It's a show. They do the fake smile and the handshake and the uh, it's called polit- politician face. Barack Obama's the master of that. Oh, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Oh, that's right. I heard a lot about you. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. America will do uh, what's necessary. Blah, 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 blah. Everything I do is an act. I'm an actor. And this is all uh, part of a show. This is a performance called uh, uh, Mr. President. You see, we, we all play it. Everybody does it. There's a way to act and there's a certain way to talk and, and, and things to, to touch on. You have to reassure people. You have to remind them of who is in control. 
Sometimes you have to use a big stick. Sometimes you may have to threaten or harass people. <laughs> They're all the same. They're just put there to do a job. And the job is to manage you. Manage you as you are herded down the road to your future, which they have planned for you. And again, someone that understands that and vocalizes that fairly well is Chris Sky. Would I rather Chris Sky be the mayor of Toronto or would I rather one of these fucking psychos be the mayor of Toronto? This is an easy call and there's no reason not to. I mean, why not? Well, if they're so stupid, why are they in charge? They're not in charge, you idiot. They're employees. There's good smart people and there's bad smart people. The bad smart people have way too much power. And as like you know, Bill Burr mentioned, the re- they, they have no guilt. They have committed to this and they don't care what they do to people as long as they get what they want. As long as they, they, and that affords them the range of, of ability to move and do things that otherwise, you know, our side wouldn't do because it's reprehensible. Also, or, or not also, however, because then you say, well, you got you to gotta join them to beat them. And what difference does that make? Do I have to be like them to beat them? I don't think so. Because also they are, cow- you know, they are cowards. I, I think destroy, conquering fear and mastering that could defeat these people because their entire framework, this, the entire thing works on a system of fear. Every sensory input is, is to reinforce fear, introduce anxiety, and keep the fire alive to some degree all of the time. The people that are most viciously attacked and, and, and come after are, you know, especially men that demonstrate they have very little regard or fear of any of this because that, that's a problem because it inspires others. I've seen it happen. A bunch of guys want to do something, but no, somebody goes first, and all of a sudden, another guy, and then the next thing you know, the first guy takes a lot of guts, the second guy takes some guts to follow him, and then the third guy isn't the third guy, it's everybody else. That's all it takes. It only takes a couple guys to grow to, to grow a, a really big pair and go, fuck it, you guys can come with me or not if you want, but I'm going over. I'm going for it. You know? Everyone's in awe of like, holy shit. This maniac. And then his buddy's like, fuck, if you're going, I'm going. And then the rest of the guys go, well, if you're all going, and it's over. So that's that's why it's important to, to carry yourself in that way. You, I don't want to say anything because I'm afraid I, I'm afraid of what? You're afraid of uh, interpersonal confrontation. You're afraid of what your, uh, is it your wife? Is it your husband? If, I mean, there's, there's people in, in a bind, you know. Um, but what's true is true. And it can never be changed. Like what, the, the truth cannot be changed. Reality cannot be changed. Avoiding it can't. It, it, it changes nothing. You're just going to leave this elephant in the room, and, and nothing's going to change. Your employer, whatever it is, there's some reason. Um, and there's less. I mean, there is used to be nobody. Now this environment is filled with people, you know, shouting to the rooftops about all kinds of things, which is amazing, which is great. So many people got to network together in Ottawa, the anniversary of which is, you know, rec- very recent. Still a year later. And how many people did that inspire? And how many people now? Do you see what I mean? Fear is very infectious. 
How? What good does it? And this is another thing I respect uh, Chris Sky for. And I don't think. And I know I, I sound like I'm kissing the guy's ass, but I'm just I'm trying to make a point. I'm not trying to. I don't want anything from him. He doesn't want anything from me. I just genuinely think this is a good idea, right? But I, you know, I forget what I was going to say now. Something about fear and and so on. Right. It doesn't do anyone any good. Imagine if he's like, uh, he gets defeated and he's like, I'm, I'm going to shut her down. I'm just, I'm not willing to continue. I'm too scared. Like things are getting too crazy for me. I, you know, guys do that too. It's just gotten too hard and I quit. You know, these, you know, these special forces selections I've been on and stuff. And you know, even in things get hard, people quit. It's just human nature. Not everybody's cut out, you know, for everything. Um, but he didn't do that. And, and as a, if you're going to be a leader, you can't, you can't even show weakness. You can't even tell people that you're having a, a hard time because they're lean. They depend on you there. They need to lean on you. Your and, and this, and it doesn't have to be to that level. There's people in, in any, just out of a group of friends, you and two of your friends, you could be the leader of that whole group. It's just how all human relationships, there's always, there's always the strong one, whoever it is in any group of people that naturally becomes, you know, who people lean on. And if you're in that position where it's like, you're, you're trying to help and assist all these people, and they look to you for for guidance and strength and, and for somebody to lean on, and you're coming up here being like, oh, I can't fucking do it. I'm going to go to jail, and I fucking... Uh. What does that do? That's going to scare the shit out of people, and they're going to get you know de- demoralized because what's going to happen is going to happen. Are they going to take you to jail? Are they going to... Are they going to... You know, if it's a combat situation, are they going to shoot at you? If I'm going to get killed, I'm going to get like what's going to happen is going to happen. All I can control is how I face this. How do I? How am I going to carry myself going into this? I can choose to do this. That doesn't help anybody. I'm in the same situation. I made everything else worth. Or I can grit my teeth and smile and you know stare death in the face and say, "Bring it, bring it, you son of a bitch." Let's see what you got. I'm literally not afraid of anything. I don't give a fuck. And you know what that effect does? You, you know, if that's what you have to do, fake it till you make it, you know. When other other people see that, they go, wow, you know, how do they, you know? And it's encouraging. And so so fear is very contagious. So is courage. And all you have to do is choose. You, The two things are not mutually exclusive. You can choose to do something and conquer your fear, or you can let it make your decisions for you, and it drives the car. So what would happen? You know, we don't have to be like them. What would happen if so? If enough man, enough people, enough leaders were just like, "I don't give a shit. Do it. Do whatever you're going to do. Go ahead. What are you going to stop us all? <laughs> you know, and once that you know, and that and there's people trying to do that. that that's what we got to do. Anyway, it's a long, long tirade about uh, nothing or something. Maybe a little bit of something. Salty Rob says, dude, I was peak testosterone at 40. Did you get tested? Do you know? Um, it's a statistic. At, on average, it's around 30, 31. It starts to drop. Slowly going downhill, but still pushing three plates aside on the bench. Nice, nice. I'm almost back to three myself. Uh, he says, yeah, it's getting noticeable. I think the secret is to keep going, keep lifting, keep away from the booze and circs. Yes, it, it's, that's another thing. As soon as you stop taking care of your body and it just everything goes to shit quick, like, you'll get a little bit of while, depending, depending on your age, you'll get some grace time where you can get away with eating trash and doing nothing, maybe six months, maybe even a year, maybe longer. But it will eventually, like the shields will fail 
and you will be destroyed. You know, you are going to go down. Trust me, it's happened to me. You will look down and realize that you have a massive pizza gut, and you'll be like, fuck, it happened, you know? <laughs> I used to be a fat guy. I was 120 pounds. I joined the Army. I was like 160 in Afghanistan, and then... A year later, after being home, I was like, I was on a steady diet of just booze and pizza. I was 205 pounds, and not in a good way. It can cre- it can creep up on you. <laughs> Mr. Bullock says Josh Alexander for deputy mayor. Those kids are doing a great job too. And that's another. That's it's funny too. It's like uh, that's ageism. You guys are being ages because they're so young. They don't have a history. They aren't old enough to have made, like, mistakes yet, really. Do you know what I mean? So there's nobody, like, looking through. Well, actually, I saw that kid said this one time and blah, blah, blah. Although that may not be true that much longer growing up. Basically, everybody's on camera all the time now. Even when you're a kid, your parents are taking pictures of their kids and putting it on social media. So it's like you can't avoid anything now. Everything you say on social media is saved forever. (laughs) Somebody's like, you had man boobs? Yeah, I did. It was bad. It was bad. I was just slowly, I'd put on like, it was like two pounds every three weeks. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't fast, but it was gradual. And I was like, something, I would like suck it in, you know, and like, yeah, it looks pretty much the same and convince myself I'll just deal with it later. It's not a big deal. And I would just get fatter and fatter and fatter. And then one day I was like, I got out of the shower. I remember I was at my girlfriend's place. I got out of the shower and I just was like, got to look at myself and was like, oh no, sir, that's not good. Like, you can't be, come on, no, no, no. And I went to suck it in, and nothing happened. I looked exactly the same. There was undeniably a fat guy, pizza beer gut, like like a truck driver, you know, which is like, to me, like, I, I that is not acceptable. You know, I'm supposed to be a professional soldier, and I'm like, look at this mess, you know. I, I immediately went for a run, like, 10 minutes later. I was like, I need. I felt so disgusted by myself that I'd let myself get to this point. I was like, I need to fix this today, like immediately. I, it felt like I'd looked up in the mirror and I'm like smoking crack and was like, what am I doing with my life? It was one of those kinds of moments, you know? Went for a run and, you know, I was comfortably running 10K in like 40 minutes, something like that, before I decided all I needed was booze and cheese. And uh, I made it about a 900 meters and then I threw up and fell over into a pond. So, you know, there was an uphill struggle to regain, <laughs> to get back in shape, but I did it and uh, let it be a lesson to you. Don't get, don't get lazy Every, or everything will go to hell. Everything will go to hell. You'll be a fat slob. It will happen. Um, Dr. Jen signs is aspiring as always. Thank you, sir. I, thanks, man. Appreciate it. CRJ says your pizza cone titties would make women blush. Raging D cup coming in hot like boob chafe sweat hot. Please don't be. <laughs> I, that doesn't disgust me as much because I'm like, yeah, I was, it's, yeah, it won't work. It won't be as bad. I'll I'll allow this one. I will allow this one. So yeah, unfortunately, I'm not gonna be able to put that on the calendar. Um, you know, Morgan really wants to find me the fat, but I, I haven't seen any of these pictures since uh, like 10 years. I don't know where they would even be. This is, I'm talking 2008. So I don't know. You're talking 15 years ago. Like, where's a picture from 15 years ago? What are you talking? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. Nobody knows nothing anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. And that's why we should just be like, screw it. Vote them in. (laughs) Because, Because this is where we're at. Things are so bad. 
they, they need people need to understand like this is how <sighs> doing the same things we've always done is not going to is not going to get us anywhere you need to you need to adapt and change uh, change strategy and try different things and uh, that's what fighting is guys um you can't just come in like I got a really good right hook so I'll just do that unless they have a great defense against it and then that's I'm just going to keep trying it anyway even though it's never going to work or you catch them with it once they don't get knocked out now they learned and now they're just ready for it you're like fuck if you only have one weapon you're not going to get very far against somebody that knows what they're doing and the government knows what it's doing in that regard it has such a massive advantage, it doesn't really need to be too skilled. It's like, a, again, we'll use a fighting analogy. It's like being a, um, a real, not a very good fighter at all. Like, barely the minimum. Uh, but they have a 100-pound advantage. Uh, you know, versus, it's Bruce Lee versus Brock Lesnar <laughs> before he had any fight training. Uh, you, can, you can make up for it with the size. You can, just, you can get away with a lot. Um, but... You know, we keep doing the same things. It's, it's never going to work. Like, what happens when they do? What happens if they pass all this? It's like, well, now we're censoring the internet. So there. Like, is that it? Everyone's just like, oh, well, pack it in. Can't do my YouTube channel anymore. <laughs> Come on. You got to be ready for this stuff. And now, this is what we're up to. Speaking of the uh, the anniversary of the, of the nonsense, Blacklock's reporter, minding Ottawa's business, always is, always coming up with something that's Damn, you know. Cabinet is demanding members of parliament take an oath of secrecy as a condition of seeing the terms of its $5 billion of contracts with vaccine manufacturers. So the government says, okay, we'll show you what we spent. We'll show you the contents of a $5 billion contract with these vaccine manufacturers, but on the condition that you're never allowed to talk about it ever in history, ever, ever, ever again. Does that sound good to you? Where's where's Pippi? Where's uh, well the price of milk? You you have government openly conducting secret business, hiding shit, and you're like the cost of milk. And let me guess, let me guess. I like what Ferry was saying. Is like if I was one of these people, I'd be like, oh yes, absolutely. And then immediately turn around and break that, break that oath. Like fuck you. This is more important. You're lying. You're lying. Well, who's breaking an oath? You're forcing people to lie and hide evi- hide this from this from the people. And then, and you're going to call them, the, the, like they're the ones that broke an oath. Like this is completely backwards and insane. Members of the Commons Public Accounts Committee called it a dangerous precedent to limit scrutiny of federal spending. It makes you ask, what's next? Doesn't it though? Doesn't it though? I also like this. You know, speaking of what's next, this is an interesting little exchange here with the Prime Minister talking about the uh, revelations from CSIS that the, the Chinese government. Uh, had a, had an interest in keeping getting these people in power, and they took actions to make sure it happened. CSIS is trying to warn the country that uh, we have foreigners interfering in our federal elections. Now, the government is not going to do anything about itself when it's the one that's doing these. You understand? Like, CSIS can't do anything about that. They have no power. They don't have any weapons. They don't have... What are they supposed to do? So they're like, hey, everybody in Canada, just so you're aware, China's like meddling in the elections and and, you know, and so on. So, you know, something to be aware. Like, do you guys, anybody want to, 
Anybody want to touch this? Here's what he thinks about it. Monsieur Trudeau, vous vous faites rassurant par rapport aux résultats des élections. You're very reassuring on the results of elections, Mr. Trudeau. But what are you uh, saying? What do you have to say about the fact that people at CSIS are leaking secret documents? Isn't there some discomfort within those agencies regarding China? So is there dis- they, they've leaked secret documents. There is a whistleblower at CSIS concerned, as the agency is concerned, that China has, has gotten an influence foothold in our country and uh, is like there is no room for this. This is unacceptable. There should be zero influence from another country over our affairs, no matter who the fuck it is. Anybody. Nobody has the right to come in here and, and take our they, – they, they've delegitimized our votes. Do you understand? Like they're taking a big shit over all of us. By by doing this, this is incredible. This is like a cause for a serious, uh, serious blowback. This could start a war in many situations. Imagine if uh, let's go to a different time period. Let's say it's 1938. You know, and uh, France gets caught meddling in Germany's elections or something. Like I, I there would be a pretty serious confrontation. That wouldn't be good, you know, or vice versa, you know. 19, you know, late 1938, you know, uh, the Nazis are caught trying to get, uh, you know, Churchill ousted from the government or something. Ooh, that would be bad. And who is cooperating with these people again? Like, this is just the warning you get from from local intelligence. Like, hey, by the way, we got some problems here. So much so it was worth risking their career and, uh, you know, producing a net. Imagine having this information. Imagine you're the guy, the fucking legend that actually has some balls Holding this, this is the evidence and the proof that China is meddling in our democratic process and we may not have a legitimate government. I have this. What do I do with it? Now, I could give it to the public, but that would be scary. I could get in trouble. I could go to jail. Like, you know what? So I won't do it. Well, this fucking beauty was like, fuck that. I don't care. I'm going for it. I'm telling everybody. Hey, guys. You know, here's his response to what he thinks should be done. It's certainly a sign that security within CSIS needs to be reviewed, and I'm expecting CSIS to take the issue very seriously. They did take the issue very seriously. They warned the public against you. And you're you're blaming the whistleblower, and what we need to do is... Like, CSIS accuses the government of collaborating with the communist Chinese, and the government says CSIS is the problem. That's that's literally what just happened. Just letting you know. That's how danger that's how seriously fucking sideways this country has gotten. And uh, but remember what we need the price of milk, you guys. If we don't get this price down, I was talking to Greg Wycliffe today. He was in tears. I had to talk him off of a ledge. He was in a convenience store. He was thirsty, and he's like, "I'm going to get some chocolate milk." And he saw the price of that milk, and he nearly took. I mean, I'm. I hope if you're listening, Greg, you're doing better. This is the number one issue facing our nation. I I won't sit here and stand by and watch another person get lose all hope because of milk. This is just. I won't stand for it. Ah, there's something about the Chinese. The the milk guys. The milk. The milk. Definitely not the COVID passports and the lockdowns and the, you know, 
reckless, insane amounts of spending and, you know, on lockdown, the decimation of the economy that was caused by telling everyone to just stop working and say, you're not essential. The government's essential. They kept getting paid, but you have to stay home and so on. That had no effect on the economy whatsoever. It was all... It was the cost of milk because the guy, he's got a red tie on, so milk's expensive, and if I'm in there, it won't be. <laughs> Jeez, mother of God. Here's J- Jimmy Dore has another uh, weighing in on it. He's on a rampage lately. The truckers showed that you could bring them to your need, their needs. Yep. And in Canada. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, you know, of course, people in the United States, they listen to the corporate media. They call those people Nazis <laughs> when they're actually freedom fighters. And they were right. They weren't fighting against medicine. The truckers were vaccinated at a higher rate than the general population in Canada. They were fighting against authoritarianism and they were right. And America look at those truckers and they call them Nazis and they look at Nazis in Ukraine and they call them freedom fighters. That's how messed up our corporate media is. The truckers. Show. What do you do? What an interesting situation. The fact is, the authority in this country is corrupt. That is a fact. The people pretending to oppose this corruption are only pretending to oppose the corruption because they're part of it themselves. They are corrupt. So an authority is corrupt. What's a man to do? You made us like this. You don't want you don't want clowns? Stop putting circus tents over my fucking city. All over my country. So it's honk time. Get ready to honk. Sunny go. He says, here is some food for thought. We are at the early stage heading into a modern feudal system. Also, Jaeger's still playing, and you have phallic thumbs. What? I don't know what's going on with that super chat. Fat, my thumbs look like dicks, I guess. I don't know. Don't they all? Jaeger is playing? What do you? What do you mean? Oh, no. Wait. Not this again. Could it be this? Okay, no. I was scared that a clip was doing... Never mind. Long story. It's distracting. I'm just sorting out problems inside my own head. Billy Bob the Bigot Brick is supposed to be handling that for me, but he's not been. CRJ says there's... Okay, now he's trying. There's uh, there's D-cup sweat, and then there's Deputy PM Friction Fire Cellulite bra chafe igniting and burning like cattle, lard, and dead skin. Good. That one just made me sad. Like, it hurt to read. Like, I wasn't so much grossed out by it as I was like, uh, <sighs> you know, you just get to more. You ever, like, you know what it feels like when you're when you're doing, like, anybody that's done, like, long distance running and you think you're getting near the end and your spirits are up 
and you're like, oh man, I did running a good time. And then, but then the platoon keeps going, and you realize you're you're not even halfway done. You're gonna do it all over again, and then you start to slow down because you're like, oh for fucking Jesus Christ. That's what that basically just did. So thank you for that. <laughs> just took some wind out of the sail. It was just just enough. Wasn't enough. Not quite. The honking will continue. What's going on over there on YouTube? Hitler almost got the King of England in his pocket. He almost did. He tried. They had they had uh, connections with the royal family over there. They were Germans after all. People forget. Um, let's see, am I all caught up? I think so. What else is going on? I mentioned a lot of shit, and I'm running out of time to get to it. Uh, did I get to these videos? That's good. I played that. Yeah. We played the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carpenters. I wouldn't like to talk to them, you know. I mentioned that earlier. Fear again. Where's the fear in this story? Childhood obesity. Doctors say surgery is an important option. You know why that's you know why that's fear? Because it's too scary to suggest that uh your kid's fat because you're a shitty parent and like they're obese because you're feeding them garbage and, you know, they they need to lose weight. They won't say that. Oh, we, we'll just do surgery. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's a condition. Uh, it happens, and we'll just fucking... Yep. Yeah, it's we, we just got to do gastric bypasses on nine-year-olds because it's what happens in life. It's, a, it's just like the nine million genders. It's totally... Yep. Because to suggest people are fat and being fat isn't good for you and you should fix that, and only you can fix that because it's literally your body. Uh, you are responsible for it. I can't exercise for you. I can't eat for you i can't sleep for you i can't do amount of water i can't do that only you can do that um but people get offended and upset when you when you say that and we don't want it so we're just gonna we don't want that confrontation and we don't want that heat so we're just gonna we're, we're just gonna subject children to um gastric bypass surgery or whatever the hell they're gonna do because because kids are obese now they didn't used to be but now we have to start you know uh doing this um I did uh, the CISA stuff. I don't need to get into that. You guys have, I've beaten it to death already. Um, the 15 minute city stuff. I mean, dude, are you guys interested in that? I don't know. I have some, a few minutes from Paul Watson on that one. Um, you can believe me or not, but it's, it's a thing. It's a real thing. Uh, all right. What else? Oh, Australia. Oh, okay. Okay. I promise things. You got to deliver. I told you there was a monster goblin creature in the Australian government that we're all trying to hide from. And I mean it. I don't, I don't, I, you got to mean what you say, guys. So, because things are so well, because we're doing so much progress and because so many men have decided to just cuck out, not speak up when it's inconvenient, not hurt anybody's feelings, just pat every, tell everyone they're special. This is what participation trophies has done. It's just paved the way for everybody can do anything and everybody's special. Except for some reason, upside down world, uh, all white men are complete trash and not to be regarded for anything. Everyone else is a special snowflake and hero and all of those guys are just, you know. So this is Australia's ambassador for gender equality. This is a, is this a cabinet position? Is this a, um, the ambassador advocates for gender equality and the human rights of women and girls. I see. Well, uh, they have an announcement video letting you know what, what's going to happen. So let's uh, check this out. Hello, I'm Stephanie Copas-Campbell, Australia's new ambassador for gender equality. 
I'm incredibly honored to take. I, I should mention, if you've already done it, don't look her in the eyes. It, don't look away now. If you already are, do not look at it. You'll make it worse. You're going to do way more damage. Trust me. It's not something. You, have you seen Poltergeist? This is the scariest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> what is wrong with her face? Is this? I and I, I was. I'm curious now. Is is there like something that happens internally when you're like a when you're switched on to the kind of the spiritual reality of the world that we're in, um, and and then there's people that aren't they're just completely numbed out and brainwashed. Do they not see like when they see this? Do they see like a beautiful woman? I'm honest question. Like when they see it, like is in their mind, it does this look like something complete? Do I sound insane to them? And they're like, "What are you talking about? She's gorgeous, bro. That is a goblin." I, I don't know what maybe we're seeing different things, but I can see I can see the evil in this person's face. <laughs> Take on this role as the lead international advocate for Australia's commitment to gender equality and the human rights of women and girls and persons of diverse gender identities. In this role, I'm committed to listening to those I haven't seen her blink yet. It's been 20 seconds. I don't think that's normal. I'm just going to keep watching to see if she ever does. We're dedicated to promoting gender equality and learning about the perspectives and priorities in communities. Oh, half a blink. In countries, in our region, and globally. Promoting gender equality is the right thing. There we go. She did blink once in, in 30 seconds. I don't know if that's... <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Fortunately, I don't have to go too far into this because someone else already did the obvious for me, which I love about the internet. Let's check this out. Hello, I'm Stephanie Copas Campbell, Australia's new ambassador for gender equality. Don't look at it. Shut your eyes, Mary, and don't look at it no matter what happens. I'm incredibly honored to take on this role as the lead international advocate for Australia's... Stop giving me your hardest battles, Phil! Oh, Jesus Christ! ...and the human rights of women and girls and persons of diverse gender identities. Gender identities. In this role, I'm committed to listening to those who are dedicated to promoting gender equality. <laughs> that bitch is crazy! I look forward to working with partners in Australia... She's going to eat you, child! Run! ...and globally to progress the Australian government's <laughs> priorities to increase women's economic empowerment, women and girls' leadership... This is the scariest part! violence, ...to improve access to health and education services and progress the women, peace and security... Run! Hide the children! Gender identities. Identities. Gender identities. Agenda. ...and progress the women, peace and security agenda. So it begins. The agenda. The agenda. The agenda. Sorry. That. That's why we're doing stuff like Chris Sky for Mayor, okay? Because it's gotten out of control. This is. It has to stop. It has to stop. Drastic times require drastic measures. Okay? What do you need? What more do you need to see? There is cartoon character level psychos out there spouting complete non like trust the science there's nothing scientific about what you're doing or saying you believe in fake emergencies boys are girls girls are boys up is down black is white two plus two is cut off your dick 
and get in the pod and eat the bugs and subscribe to Maid. Okay, this guy's gonna talk about Canada, and this is funny. I think it's it's true. World is in trouble when Canada becomes very interesting. Yes, that is when the world's in trouble. I remember when your elections, as Norm Macdonald said, were all about, like, should we put up that bridge or not? Uh, now Canada has become really interesting. It became interesting in January and February of this year. Why? Because you had protesters in Ottawa. Really interesting. When people come out in large numbers, and you know what the job of reporters is? The job of reporters is to go out and say, why are you on the streets? What brought you here? Why are you here with your kids? Why have you got a bouncy castle in the middle of Ottawa? That's a bit strange. <laughs> Ask them questions. Just find out the story. But you know what? The government didn't want that in Canada. Your Prime Minister decided in advance that these people were, oh, what did he do? All the modern uh, excommunications. They were Nazis. They were white supremacists. They were anti-Semites. They were probably homophobes. They were misogynists. They were probably transphobes, etc., etc., etc. He did all the things you do in the modern political age if you want to just defenestrate somebody who's awkward to you. And then he brings in the Emergency Powers Act. Now, at such a time, what would the mainstream media do? It would question it. It would question it. The Canadian mainstream media did not. The Canadian mainstream media acted as an Amen chorus of the Canadian government. I will give you a couple of examples. But, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I could go on for hours with examples of this. You had a CBC host describing the Freedom Convoy as a, quote, feral mob. You had a Toronto Star columnist saying, quote, sorry for the language, it's a homegrown hate farm that was then jet-fueled by an American right-funded rat-fucking operation. Jesus, they can't even write at these papers anymore. No. Nope. CBC said that two indigenous women were so scared to go outside in Ottawa because of racist violence didn't bother to mention that indigenous drummers had led the truckers in an O Canada rendition. The National Observer said that the many black and indigenous freedom convoy supporters were in fact duped by the truckers. The Globe and Mail reporter said, my 13-year-old son told me to tell protesters I'm not a Jew out of fear of anti-Semitic violence without mentioning that one of the leaders of the convoy was himself Jewish. Now, why is this so rancid? utterly, utterly rancid and corrupt. Because in this country, your media, your mainstream media, is funded by the government. A totally corrupted system. In 2018, oh, election. Embarrassing. The Canadian media has given $595 million over five years. It's embarrassing to the live here. Toronto Star estimated it was going to be get, getting $3 million from the government in the first half of the year. It went on and on. So you see, the mainstream, the government in Canada can tell people to, to they can tell the banks to shut down people's bank accounts. Oh, yeah. Your government can do that, and if you're happy with that, just think about what would happen if the shoe was on the other foot. The government can do that, but in Canada, they can also tell the media what to do. And the media does the bidding of the, can of the Canadian government. That isn't a free society's media. That's, I've seen unfree countries all my life. But this, in a developed liberal democracy like Canada, is a disgrace. We're not saying don't read the mainstream media. We're just saying don't trust them. You really Nailed it. It's embarrassing to live here. That is a st that's a fact. They've caused so much damage. They've caused so much damage. I've said it a million times. They are they are intrinsic. They are a crucial 
fundamental. They need the media's compliance for any of this to work. All this craziness. So they deserve to be attacked. There's a reason they're the subject of so much abuse and criticism and condemnation and loathing and and just fuck you is because exactly everything he said is entirely true and how else would you react how would you expect people to react when you treat them like that when you say in in a place like this in a time like this after everything we've, we've been through historically as a country you decided you thought you felt that all of those things that he mentioned that was all okay to do it was okay to conspire with the government lie treat people like garbage make them say they're they're racist they're nazis they're all of this guy encourage violence against them sit by say nothing and you fucking knew you have the tapes i saw it you used the clip of the horses trampling everybody on and you cut it right before the very frame before I checked that the horse makes contact with anyone, you cut it at the same at the exact frame. But right before the horse touches the guy's jacket, in the following seconds, you'll see several people be intentionally trampled by RCMP. But you know what the media did? Deleted memory hole. Never happened. They colluded openly and on purpose, just like they ignored the RCMP's group chat videos, laughably celebrating, ha 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 ha, just like small people and the contributor gonna get the limbs because they fucking led the charge on that too, didn't they? They they supported everything. They were totally hedge your backs, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah, they totally did. Just like they do. They used you. They used you to get what they wanted, and now they don't need you anymore. They got them in. It's all done. Doesn't matter. They're going to string you along and make you think that th that they care, that, that, that your interests are their interests. They're not. Until they get elected, they don't need you anymore. They're just going to keep keep moving the ball down the field for, their, for the people that write their paychecks. Paychecks in, in the form of promotions and getting the things that they want, the career opportunities that they want. The funding that they want, the coverage that they want. That's what's that's what's more important. There's all of us out here fighting amongst ourselves, and they're and they're getting away with all of it. They're all working together against us. What stop hoping that they're on your side because they're not. They don't care. Even if they even if they like identify with what you're saying, they support with what you're saying, they agree with you, they're not gonna do shit about it. Because they have a career to think of. They're not going to come to any of these. You're not going to see them going to any of these events contradicting the leader. They're not here for you. So who can you count on? You can count on the people that are going to bat for you and taking the hits in your name. Who's getting thrown in jail? Who's getting trashed in the media? Who's having the police follow them around? Who's getting their life fucked up? Who has attack brigades of goblins following them around and harassing their families, doing that, all that kind of stuff? I trust those people infinitely more than any one of these talking heads. Empty suit nobodies. Uh, uh, not a chance. How much have they put You know, put up or shut up? How much have they put in the game? How much have they put on the line? Nothing. They don't do that. They don't take risks. On Somebody was uh, telling all of the stuff I was saying about Rob on Friday. Like, oh, what, what do you think they would respond to? They won't, res they won't say anything. They go back. They're going to go back to their focus groups for a week. 
and sit around and test phrases and try to see. Like, it's all fake. It's a product. It's manufactured and polished to achieve a desired effect. There's nothing real or genuine about anything that they do. It's a fucking game to them, and it's just a game for them to win so that it's good for them personally. It's their careers. It's all those things. They don't care about the, the greater picture, the, the populate, none of it. Or they would know about this stuff. They would take an interest in this stuff, and they would investigate this stuff. And the few that did, what happened to them? They got fired. They got kicked out of the party. They get kicked out, and they're gone now. So that tells you, all, you there's nothing. There's no. There's nothing else to talk about. These people aren't on our team. There is no reason to support them. It's a waste of time. Moreover, can you afford? Can we afford not to confront them, not to attack them, and not hold them accountable? Because as I've said before, the other these other guys, the bad guys are going to do what they're going to do. And it's like you have a force that's supposed to be there to, to, to counterbalance that, and they're not doing their job. They're just letting letting the wolves into the city. They're just opening the gate and going, oh, what can you do? Well, you fire those people, and you get them out of the way, and you start putting your own people in there that are going to close the goddamn door. Everything else is just complaining. Like, why, why do we... If you're looking for other people to fix your problems, you're going to be disappointed. And if somebody comes along and wants to do something as monumentally crazy as try to, like, I'll, I'll be the mayor. I mean, why wouldn't you? How much, what does it take from you to get behind that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Watch that one. That's not really worth it. Go back and check a couple of these. Uh, <laughs> Blam says, what the hell is that thing? It looks like something out of the exorcism. Well, it's the Minister of Gender Equality and, and Ambassador to Children and Girls and whatever is going on there. I don't know. CRJ says, the goblin look is real. Look at any of them. She's, he's got the Peter Schiff glare. It, it's it's like Adam Schiff. Okay. Uh, Godzilla says, uh, Stephanie Campbell is Australia's Ambassador of Gender Equality. In contrast, Fyodor Alexandrovich Sheshtakov is the Russian ambassador to the Dagalon Base Department. I was trying to... I thought this was a real... Which of two countries is fucked? Ours, is, ours has much more potential, I think. Dr. Jenstein says, good luck watching your back. Maybe Pebbles is back. <laughs> he's around. I think he's doing his, uh, his trial soon. And uh, I believe they've compelled the prime minister to testify. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Again, forcing them to be like, we're going to try and put people in jail over allegedly throwing a couple of pebbles, which did nothing. That's how sensitive they are, and that's how sensitive they are to the idea of people being angry at them because they're guilty. This is what guilty people do. They they take precautions like this because they're very... Why do you have so, why do you have so much security? Like, what are you protect? What are you trying to hide here? Why are you reacting to even minor like like you're this is way over the top. You seem overly sensitive. Remember when uh, was it Diefenbaker that used to walk to work? Now we have a guy that needs a 100 vehicle motorcade convoy to go anywhere so people have to guess which car he's in because that many people hate him. Uncle Kenny says vote Chris Sky. If you're in Toronto, I yes, do it. Vote in the whenever it comes up. It's got to be soon. Everyone's asking when's the election. Well, the, the mayor just stepped down, so I imagine they're not going to go without a mayor for a year. I would imagine it would be within the next uh, two months. I don't know how much, how long they can uh, 
that off. I don't know how it works there, but I don't think it's. Uh, I think it would be soon. I think it, I think it would be soon. All right. What else? What else is going? Run out of time here. Right on. This is perfect. This is everything. Everything's always just coming into place. I always have to leave stuff on the table, which is better than than not having enough and running out of things to talk about. Ah! Oh no! Not taking time out to go find my pen cap. That's just silly. That's just silly. Um, last one. All right. <laughs> this would be. This was originally the theory, and then it flashed back and forth. I, I'm I'm impressed by this man's dedication to the troll. If if that is indeed the case. Um, but according to this uh, from uh, True North, Oakville Trafalgar trans treat teacher dresses like a man in private, says news story. So the original theory being this is a troll. They were the um, there was a post on uh, 4chan back when this first came came to be a, a story, came to the national consciousness, and it was claiming to be a student of this person. Saying that this is all a massive, tro- so this guy was pretty pretty based actually. This is what they say, and was uh, you know not putting up with any of the nonsense. And the school board was coming after him for it. So he said, "Okay, um, you want to you want to play games? Let's play games." And now now he's doing this and trying to you know make a mockery of the whole thing and try to get them to fire him, which they refuse to do. Right? So it's like this weird back and forth game of wills that he's tro- you know. So I, if that is the case, I salute this. Per- I salute him. It's hilarious. Um, the New York Post published an investigative story on Friday, including photos purportedly of transgender teacher uh, Kayla Lemieux dressed in standard male attire while walking down the street with groceries. Uh, this is the photo here, <laughs> as you can see. So, I mean, and uh, allegedly, you know, it goes on to say the neighbors don't, uh, it's like he never wears that outside of going to school or not. So, like, you know, maybe there's hope. Maybe there's hope for that. This is a, This is something scary that people should be aware of. Um, again, this is why it's important uh, that people, the people that we're going to trust in leadership positions need to be aware of, of things like this and that are going to have a, a massive consequences down the road. And when they don't talk about it means they're either aware of it and don't care, which is alarming, or they're not aware of it, which is not good because they should be because it's their job, or they're avoiding it because they don't care, which, again, alarming and not good. The president in the United States uh, is negotiating a deal to give the World Health Organization, and I guarantee this this same process is happening all over the Western world, give the World Health Organization authority over the United States pandemic policies. Zero draft of a pandemic treaty was published earlier this month, and the final terms are scheduled to be worked out next week so that all members can then sign. This came on the heels of a meeting in September where a joint announcement uh, put out by U.S. Health and Human Services uh, and World Health Organization director... General, Director General Tedros, words I'm never going to be able to say, declared that a platform has developed to maximize longstanding U.S. government WHO partnership and protect and promote the health of all people around the globe, including the American people. Basically, they're going to give them control of the uh, of everything. They're going to decide what gets locked down, what gets stopped. Not not an American institution. The world health, uh, literally a globalist institution, is going to be given massive emergency powers. Over, over the country. Is that something people should be aware of? I think so. I think that's worth mentioning and not just signing a random, you know, signing off legislation, handing it over to, uh, you know, billionaires all over the place. Because that's how we got in this place in the first place, isn't it? 
people not having the courage to talk, not having the courage to say anything, not doing anything. They won't even step over the smallest of logs, let alone climb anything of anything of substance, anything that's going to punish them and hurt them. It's going to be difficult. Their legs are going to hurt. It's going to rain. It's going to be cold. They might cut themselves on some rocks. They're going to be hungry and tired and miserable. They might get dizzy. They might get altitude sickness. They might, oh, I'm not going to do any of it. I don't want to conquer any of those things. I'm going to be someone that just, just says a lot of things and never does anything. Very inspiring. Um, very inspiring to be. I like, I'm being sarcastic, obviously. I prefer the opposite approach. Which is why, um, you know, I want to play this again, probably for the last time, but it's been a year. Of course, I'm talking about uh, uh, James Top departing on his, his nationwide. Uh, quest, which is it's 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 immense and it's insane. Uh, I want to play this one more time, though. Uh, there's something there's something else I wanted to talk about. This unlike the first time, or different than the first time. And that's why psychos run the world, because they don't give a fuck. They don't feel guilt. They don't give a shit. They'll fucking kill anybody, you know. And nice people, we should be killing them, but we don't because we can't deal with the guilt, right? And what do psychos do? They stay in power by killing loud, nice people. Martin Luther King, loud. Nice. I know he banged a bunch of broads. Who gives a fuck? Guy was fucking up there crushing it. If nice people start killing psychos, okay, maybe then you, would, you wouldn't have a swirl of trash the size of Texas in the middle of the fucking Pacific Ocean. Do we work on that now? Because there's psychos in the world, and all they end up doing is, is trying to keep improving golf equipment so these man-titted fucking cunts can keep a ball on the fairway. So Bill's, I don't know how old that clip is. That's going to be a while ago. But his frustration isn't unfounded, um, and I don't. I don't think you don't necessarily have to go killing everybody, because they don't just kill everybody that opposes them or anything like that. But the attitude is uh, is correct. They um, they're willing to go and get dirty and fight. They're not they're not afraid, so they win. They'll go to you know, they'll put themselves out there and fight. And there's too many people that are too afraid to do anything about it. They don't. We don't. They don't want to win. They do. They're not afraid. They're not afraid to offend you. They see the conservative party is afraid to offend people. They don't want to upset anybody. They don't want to be rude. I don't like rage. I don't like yelling. I, I don't like it. I don't like the flags. I don't like that. Oh, you don't like it? Yeah. Okay. Shut the fuck up. Punk. How are you going to defeat this? If you won't even, you can't even handle the idea of someone calling you names. It's disingenuous. It's not real. It's bullshit. You're a coward. And that's why we're losing. Because there's too many cowards. Nobody has any balls. Because they don't want to be mean. They don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Their precious feelings. Like, do you know why that, you know why it's important not to be a pussy? Imagine this. Here's a scenario. We're going to deport somebody. We're going to deport this fucking piece of shit foreigner. We're going to roll up to his house. We're going to get him. And we're going to haul him away for, for whatever reason. He's got to go. We're going to take him away from his family. These kids are all going to be there crying. Everybody's going to, please, no. It's going to be awful. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. And you have to have a heart of steel. You know why he's being deported? Because he's a fucking killer and a rapist. And he's here illegally. This man is, a, this person's a threat to others so you're bleeding heart oh do you feel bad for his family what's worse 
I don't want to. They're, they're going to be. Oh, that's so mean. I, yeah, it's not nice to see people being upset or, you know what I mean, by something you're doing. But again, so it, we should let him stay. Oh, let's not. Let's not. Let's do the leftist thing. Let everybody out of jail, you know, because we're concerned about safety. Remember that? Remember they let all the criminals out of jail because COVID? But I had to go to jail for months. But all the criminals had to be out for, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Because there was... was, (laughs) Nobody will say anything. They don't want to get involved. They don't want want that fight. Because this is what happens. People come after you. The media comes after you. The state comes after you. The police come after you. And they see that and they go, I don't want to too scared well you know what this is uh this is the the state of things now this is where we get because they're not mean they don't have it in them to be mean sometimes to be mean sometimes you got to do what you got to do to to win and 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 save people you have to do mean shit you know serial killers inside they have families too I was watching a show in jail, actually, because that's all they watch in there. They watch in jail. They watch shows about jail. It's the wildest thing. Like, wouldn't you guys want to imagine being somewhere else? No, they like crime and jail shows. I can't remember the guy's name. It's about serial killers, and they they came and grabbed this guy decades after you know these murders in the sixties and seventies, and and you know he's got a whole new life. He's got kids. Nobody has any fucking idea. 25 of these like sheriffs show up and grab this guy in the middle of the day. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And they're all horrified and in tears. Oh. Somebody has to go do that. Somebody has to look at that like, oh, well, look, everything's fine now. And everything's, yeah, let's not, let's not do the right thing because it might upset somebody. And it's all about who's upset, really. Who's the, are the other people that are upset? Are they powerful? There's another key indicator. I've gone through that recently as well. The dogpiling of people coming on me because, well, the people that are mad are important and powerful, so I'm going to take their side against you because I'm a coward. Yeah, I saw a lot of that. I took names. I took notes. I got a list. (laughs) One of the people that didn't dogpile me was Chris Guy. Noted, you know. So... You know, you got to have some grit. You got to have some attitude. You got to have a little bit of, uh, you know, dirt on your fingernails to get through life and win. Otherwise, you're just going to get taken advantage of. Jordan Peterson has talked about this. This isn't a controversial new concept. This is just reality. Again, you can ignore it if you want, but you can't. If you're a harmless man, you're war- you're weak. You're nothing. That's not something to be proud of, to be harmless. You will, you will be taken advantage of. Forever. That's not a defense. You know what happens to harmless animals in nature? They get eaten by other animals. Again, I didn't build this thing. I didn't build the fucking thing. I just live here. I just work here. I'm just here like the rest of us. Okay? I can't change the rules. I can't uh, I can't bend reality. It doesn't matter how much you insist on you know being woke and subscribing to all this stuff, it doesn't mean any of it's real, and it doesn't mean it's a good idea, and it doesn't mean any of the things you believe are suddenly magically going to become true and real because you believed in them hard enough. This isn't Peter fucking Pan! This isn't Santa Claus! The harder you believe doesn't make the sleigh fly! Let's 
Life is hard and life is cruel and life is not fair. And the only person you can depend on at the end of the day, the very last person, you could be in a situation where it's just you and there's nobody coming to help you. You need to be able to lean in on yourself, gather your internal strength and go, I don't give a, I'll fight the whole goddamn fucking planet if I have to. That's another thing I like about Chris. Whether I help him, whether anybody helps him or not, he's going to do what he's going to do. He wants to run for mayor. He's going to run for mayor. If everybody tells him no and nobody wants to help him, he'll still do it. So say what you want about him. That's a guy that's going to, you know, he's going down whatever path he wants to, and nobody's going to stop him. I got to admire that because that's the way uh, That's the way you got to do things sometimes. When you, you don't, if you don't believe in yourself that you can conquer something, that then who should? If you don't believe you can do it, why would you expect anyone else to? And this was a really, you know, kind of a key thing I took away from, you know, what uh, what Top did for everybody. A year later, here we are, uh, and this, you know, incredible feat. Not only that he that he attempted it and he did it, he pulled it off and he doubled it. He marched from Vancouver to Ottawa, went to Newfoundland, and Newfoundland to Toronto, across the entire country. Did a second leg just to really hammer it home, and he dedicated himself to that mission of of you know months and months and months of his life on the road, the pain, the misery, the loneliness, the monotony, the threats, the the reputational damage, the threats, the, the destruction of his career, all of it. But he said, "I'm doing this, and I don't care what happens, and I'm going all the way until the end. I'm going to finish my fucking objective, and nobody is going to stop me." That's the example. That is what we, everyone must be like that. If we all take even a piece of that, put it together, and you put all these ingredients together, you can bake that cake, and you can have a cake of fucking mean, nasty cake, and we don't even need that many. Just enough. Just enough guys that are not going to look away. They're not going to avert their eyes. They're not going to cross the street to avoid confrontation. They're going to walk forward with their chin up and their chest out and their eyes open, and they're going to take on whatever comes. That's what we need. Don't ever forget what this man did for you. My name is James Top. I'm a warrant officer. I served in the regular army for over 25 years. I transferred to the reserves. I got a job with the public service, working for the RCMP. I was placed on leave without pay, Ooh. and I am in the process of being released from the armed forces. I am not authorized to wear this uniform right now. I accept full responsibility for what I am doing and what I am saying, and I am willing to suffer the consequences. This is hard for me. I may suffer repercussions for uh, what I'm doing right now by wearing this uniform out in public. But something needs to be said, and I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people when I say enough is enough. I do not speak on behalf of the Canadian Armed Forces or the regiment that I have served with. But I want to honor them and I need to wake them up. I do not like the direction that this country is going. I disagree with the government imposing mandates on us. I am not here to speak on behalf of any political organization or group. I am here for me. I am here for the people of this country. It's the people of this country who work for a living that make this country run. I work for them. I also am here to pay my respect to the veterans of this country that have given their lives and their, and their limbs and their minds 
to the service of this country. I am doing this for them as well. So this is my message. We as Canadians, all Canadians, need to stand up for what we believe in. First Nations, immigrants, and the people that were born here. This country is ours. It is not the property of the moneyed few. There are people out there who risk their lives every day. They're truck drivers, they're construction workers, they put the power lines up, they lay the telephone lines that enable us to communicate with each other. I'm here for them. I put this uniform on for them to defend this country. So I want everybody to know what I intend to do as a form of protest against overbearing government mandates is to march from Vancouver to Ottawa. On foot, under my own power, and on my own dime. This is peaceful, this is constructive, this is setting an example for anyone that they have the power to stand on their own two feet and make their voices heard if they have a problem. They have the right to do that. Am I afraid? Yes, absolutely I am. But I'm gonna work through it. I Fuck am yeah. not encouraging, lashing out with violence, with coarse language, with profanity. I am not making inflammatory statements to any person or group. I want us all to come together, everyone, to recognize what we have in this country. And that's the freedom to speak out and disagree and make our voices heard. I disagree with what the government is doing right now with citizens of this country who have chosen to go to Ottawa and make their voices heard. It's time to reach out with an open hand and not a raised fist. So on the 20th of February, I am leaving from Vancouver and I am marching to Ottawa. I've not always got along with the people that I work with. And I've said the wrong things and, and not acted in ways that were professional. I just want them to know that. And if they want to reach out to me, I would love to hear from them. If what I am doing is offending you, then I apologize. But something needs to be done. I have spent the last two years sitting back, saying nothing, and that time is done. It's time for me to do something in support of Canadians, in support of soldiers. Being a soldier isn't just about taking up arms, it's about mobilizing your inner resources to do something and make a stand. And not just that, to march forward. And that's what I'm gonna do. I serve this country. by putting the uniform on. I've regained the pride in this uniform, what it means, and that flag right there.
by any of my brothers and sisters in uniform. Why I am here is I want you to understand that you have a right to make yourself heard as well. I'm proud of everybody that came down here. I am proud of everybody who is holding a flag. And if you want to support me, I welcome it. But if you want to insult me, twist my words and my message, that's your right. If you want to hate me, that's your right too. You have the right to your own opinion. So say what you're going to say, and I'm going to say what I'm going to say. How can you lose with a guy like that? People want to think we're on the wrong side. Imagine, and if he's out there, if he's listening, I hope, I hope you're doing well, buddy. Imagine the current, I mean, you're going to commit to this. I'm going to tell the world that this is what I'm going to do, and I'm, and I'm going to... Imagine if he didn't. Imagine all the people that would never have been inspired, been touched by that, have these memories, these life-changing, uh, you know, kind of moments that this man has inspired. All of that never gets to be because, you know, because he was too afraid. The fear of what might happen to him was too strong that he didn't do, and none of that ever got to be. And knowing that, do you, do you consider this as a loss? Everything he did was, was for nothing? It didn't work? That's not what kind of game this is. What are we doing? We're moving the rock down the field. It's huge. I can push this thing with all my strength for my whole life, and maybe I'll move it eight inches. He came out and did half an inch by himself. <laughs> you know? Ugh! One tremendous effort. And, then, and and some of the guys that, you know, marched with him, one, you know, a couple the whole way. Just a few guys, just that just a couple of guys, and look what they were able to achieve with everything against them. The entire system working against them. How many people did that touch? How many people did that connect with? How many people resonated with with that? And now have the luxury, the gift of his suffering now exists in their psyche, in their mind, a man that they know exists. Maybe you met him, maybe you shook his hand, maybe you marched with him. He did that, and he's just a person just like you. Now you know. You know someone. You've seen it that was able to do something like that, marshal their inner resources like that, and put themselves up against something that, that monumentally, physically, and mentally difficult of a task to achieve for the sake of everyone else. And if they can do that, what can you do? He literally set the example for everyone. Swallow your fear. Do what you're going to do. Let them throw their stones and sling their arrows and do whatever the hell they're going to do. But every day you're going to get up and you're going to keep putting one foot in front of the other and you are not going to stop until you win or you die. That's how warriors do shit. Two ways this ends. I win or I die. And you know what happens when I die? Somebody else is going to pick up my shit and keep going in my place. You know, metaphorically speaking, hopefully. <laughs> because 
then, you know, there's another saying. Sometimes you'd, you'd have it up and around the unit lines and stuff around around in the army. Um, I don't know. Where was this? This might have been in 2nd Battalion, actually, not long. Last time I was at the base visiting or something. I might, was it hotel stores? I can't remember. Or maybe it was maybe it was at 3rd Battalion. I don't know. It was somewhere. It's just a sign that's, like, somewhere. And this was back in, like, the Afghan days, I guess. And I think there was a picture of, like, it was, like, an ISIS or, like, a, like an ISIS uh, Al-Qaeda Taliban, you know, kind of bunch of dudes. And it's, it's there to remind you, like, while you're sitting there eating your cake or sitting down on your phone texting or whatever, and you look up and you see this, like, these guys are training to kill you right now. What are you doing? Because there are people playing at this game on the other side that are taking this real fucking serious. How serious are you taking it? Do we have time for this childish nonsense? Do we have the resources and the energy to spare on 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 silliness and, and pettiness and chi- insecurity? Fucking, I I certainly I don't feel like we do, and I don't. I don't have time for any of this stuff. Now, there's an old saying, you know. It's kind of just fight knowledge. It's just if you know what he means, you know what he means, and if you don't, you should think about it. But, uh, you know, times like this, because, every, again, everybody wants to do, the th- we'll do another convoy, we'll do 50 convoys, we'll do another, everybody wants to do something, and I understand that, and I get that, but there's, uh, from an old general, an old field marshal, an old Nazi, say what you want about him, this guy was a fucking, uh, he knew how to, he knew how to fight and win. According to Erwin Rommel, and I'm inclined to agree, it's often possible to decide the issue of battle merely by making an unexpected shift in one's main weight. Think about that. Now you see us, now you don't. Genstein, Godzilla, CRJ, Blams, Mr. Bullock, Salty Rob, Miss Moon, Mr. Bullock, Brooker T, Mickey Gaines, T Money, Anderson Paladin, Pilot Mike, Godzilla, Scarecrow, Won't Hold Still, and then the Rumble people. Right again, Super Dad 11, thank you very much, sir. Does he think we're in a position of another country intervene on our behalf? We can handle this ourselves. It's just going to take a lot of guys. It's going to take enough guys to grow a pair and say, fucking give me your best shot. I don't give a fuck anymore. Fuck you. Uncle Kenny, Madam Breezy. And Tassadiko, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you. Again, may not be here Wednesday. We'll see what happens. I'll let you know. On Telegram, probably. T.me slash Raging Dissident II. RagingDissident.com for all of the other links to showtimes and nonsense and blogs and things and whatever. Let's throw some grenades. I'll see you when I see you. Take care of each other. Don't be a bitch. 
Death comes for us all. Death smiles at us all. The list. All a man can do is smile back, as they say. Pat, six up for Tyrannus. I'll see you next time. good mayor philip i would never no i would never endorse that because you absolutely would abuse this would, would abuse the power there would be death squads you'd you'd take all the women for yourself you'd spend the entire city's budget on dr- no you you'd you would send you would increase the budget of the police force to cut to, to Get all the drugs and then just bring them to your office. Because I know you. I know what you're like. Because I know that you don't value the... Like, it's only a major city. That's not enough power for you to be interested. So I know you would just screw around with it. Like, it's not real to you. Yeah, you'd, you'd treat it like a... You'd treat it like some skank on... You know, that's had like... A thousand Tinder dates versus a one guy who has never tried it and is hoping for a real relationship. And you're just like, oh, this is just a throwaway. I do this all the time. I take over cities all the time. It's meaningless to me. You'd just be all fast and lose with it. Everyone, I mean, you'd have an Ohio, you'd have an Ohio level disaster every every week just for your own entertainment. You're absolute no, no one will ever should ever vote for you. God help us all. Why we can't have nice things, Phil?